Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. What, yeah, I remember it was like the mega, mega, mega jackpot winner. That I don't recall. Look that up. Red Bud. Also home devices. Which yes. Is where it will be. Well, because tomorrow you got a dual thing going on. You got Cinco de Mayo and you got the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be one of those days. And hell, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's supposed to be. See, we'll be out there from uh, noon to two. Now, what do we celebrate first? Do we do the Cinco de Mayo thing first? I mean, I don't know. Or do we do the Derby first? (laughs) (laughs) Or do we do both at the same time? How about Cinco de Derby? (laughs) You got to bring a lot of hats for sure. Derby de Mayo. So, as far as your little fun facts about Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, listen, Cinco de Mayo is uh, is an excuse to drink tequila. Come on. Mm-hmm. For most of us. Let's be honest. Like, do you even actually know what Cinco de Mayo is? 
uh, something about the freedom of the French, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's my niece's birthday. No, I got no, it. That, that, that okay, is true. Right. And she is a big tequila person, right? You got it. Yeah. Isn't it something? Wait, I thought it was some Mexican army defeating the French. Yeah, it's not Mexico's Independence Day. Mm-hmm. No, but it's that some, much I knew was incorrect. it is. It is some battle, or it's the battle of, close. of Puebla. Okay, that's what it is. So Cinco de Mayo is more popular here <laughs> in the U.S. than it actually is in Mexico. That's a fact. Although it is a Mexican holiday, more Americans celebrate <laughs> the fifth of May. More Americans celebrate, you know, May fifth. Than Mexicans, it's because the Battle of Puebla occurred while America was was you know we were doing the whole Civil War thing. Uh, Mexicans living in the U.S. found strength in celebrating the victory against the French in their native country, and these celebrations eventually became a huge part of American culture, with the largest celebrations happening in uh, Los Angeles and Redbud, Illinois. <laughs> Did you look that up, though, the the lottery winners? Somebody actually sent us a message, I guess. um, A a, a Riz Show loyal fan did the floors in their home, and there's their house. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. They bought a huge house. Yeah, they built something just gorgeous. Yeah, because they won like $300, $400 million. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. That was like one of the biggest ones. If not at the time, the biggest one. Wow. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. Although many Americans believe that, they would be wrong. Mexico has a separate separate holiday for Independence Day, which is actually September 16th. Uh, the commercialization of Cinco de Mayo by alcohol companies actually began in the 80s, mm. the 1980s. It wasn't always about seeing how many shots of tequila one could down or how many, you know, margaritas one could put away. That part of the celebration began in the 1980s when companies selling, you know, alcoholic beverages figured out that they could market the holiday as a drinking day. And now Americans wouldn't think about celebrating the holiday without imbibing. Right. Are you a tequila guy? Uh, yeah, I like tequila. You like it in a margarita? You just like I to like a, sip it? I like... um I like a for reals margarita, mm. like not a frozen one. I don't like. I don't like frozen. I don't really. I'm not a frozen drink guy. Right. Any reason behind that? Because I don't. I don't like. Uh, like I don't like uh, Slurpees at Seven Eleven. You're just not a fan of really crushed ice. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like. Uh, what was that? That truck you had at the kid's birthday party? Oh yeah, the Kona ice. Yeah, that's not my favorite. Yeah, shaved ice, not my favorite. Mm. I never really was a snow cone guy. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. I don't really like crushed ice. I think <laughs> that's really what it comes down well, this to. Is, this is where we say, well, you just haven't had the right crushed yeah. ice. He calls it a pressed ice. That's the reason why. <laughs> I like a, a really good tequila. I'll sip a really good tequila. Just the tequila. My like- sister-in-law got me doing that a couple of years ago, and I don't do it a ton, but if it's a good tequila, I'll just I'll, I'll enjoy just a, a yeah, shot glass sipping, and just sip it a little bit. Sipping tequila? That's yeah. my... Uh, I even like shooting tequila. That's my go-to let's get silly shot. Oh, I love it. I do. Oh, I, I like, do, too. 
I like tequila shots. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But I'm just saying, if I'm not wanting to just get hammered or something, I'll just I'll sip it just if, for the taste. If I am at a bar and we plan on being there, you know, let's go out tonight. You know, we're doing one of those, and we get there at eight. Okay. Is that, by how, a, is by that a, how it happens? By yeah, the way? yeah. Hey, uh, you, me, let's go out. Go out. Go out. So we get there at eight, and you know, at nine o'clock, somebody goes, "Hey, let's do shots." And I'll usually be like, all right, let's do, you know, a Vegas bomb or something, you know, some bomb. 11 o'clock Patrico is, hey, anybody want to do a shot? And I go, you better bring me tequilas. <laughs> you better bring some tequilas. You know, you're pronouncing that wrong. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I like a good uh, a good margarita. You know, with the, the, the salt rim. Yeah. I'm down. All right. Well, speaking of margaritas, one of the most uh, consumed drinks on Cinco de Mayo will be the margarita. And I, we're not really sure who actually invented it. Although uh, historians have narrowed it down to two people. The sugar industry? No, well, I'll tell you. Mexican legend says that Carlos Herrera. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> which I think is how you properly pronounce it. He, uh, he developed the drink around uh, 1938 after uh, dreaming it up for an aspiring actress who could only drink tequila. There was also a socialite in Dallas named uh, Margarita Sames who claimed that she created the drink in 1948, which was then named after her. Hmm. And Cinco de Mayo, although it isn't just about drinking lots of tequila... It's also about, you know, enjoying the Mexican food, including guacamole. And the California Avocado Commission estimates that 81 million avocados get consumed on May the 5th. My God, that is the neatest thing I've ever heard. So there you go. That's your Cinco de Mayo stuff. Yes. Well, and, and we mentioned that Cinco de Mayo and Kentucky Derby fall on the same days. So you'll be throwing back the drinks tomorrow. So maybe you got to prep your body. You should prep your body to do the drinking. Number one, drink water. If you only follow one tip, it should be the drink water thing. Drink water before you go out drinking, while you're drinking, after you're done drinking, and you will feel a lot better because of it. Mm-hmm. They also say eat carbs. That's what I've always heard. Water and some sort of bread. Like alcohol breaks down your body's uh, storage of uh, glyc... Uh, was it? Uh, glycogen. Which is a quick energy source stored in your liver. So eating something like uh, pasta before you drink helps your glycogen levels stay full. Healthy fats, lean proteins like avocado, nuts, chicken, and fish are also good. Like eat that before you go out. And they say also take an antacid. Hmm. Like when you drink, it causes your stomach to produce more acid. So drinking uh, something like Alka-Seltzer before you go out will help combat that. I've never heard that before, and that totally makes sense. And they say uh, also eat some yeast. And this is definitely the weirdest tip that I've ever heard. But uh, you know Jim Cook? Mm -hmm. You know the name Jim Cook? No, but eat some yeast. Like, just he's, saying that is He's just the guy, the, the Sam Adams Sam guy. Sam Adams guy, yeah. Great oh. guy. At least 10, 10, 15 years ago. I got, great to, guy. I got to go to a party with him once, too. Yeah, same here. Super, super nice guy. 
If he could pay all of his employees in his product, that's what he would do. That's how much is, he loves his product. Is this the guy that? Uh, mm-hmm. Is this the guy that like was in some of the commercials? Yeah, like him mixing the big. Yeah, yeah. He actually started. I mean, he started it in his garage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sam Adams, Jim Cook. So he swears by that. Eat some yeast. He says uh, supposedly, if you mix active dry yeast in some yogurt before you go out drinking, it helps break down the alcohol in your stomach. So you don't feel as terrible the next day. So you just you kind of have a, um, a lining to your stomach almost I guess so. or something that that the alcohol goes in and it just starts breaking. So down. active mix hmm. active dry yeast in some yogurt before you go out drinking. I'll give it a go. And that's supposedly something that's going to help you out. Hmm. And if you are going to drink tomorrow, you're going to be around town. I know the RFT had something, an article about uh, getting you free home rides. Safe. Yeah. yeah. Getting you home safe. And oh. this is this is something that this company does quite a bit. We've talked about this before. Yeah, Major Brands is actually teaming up with uh, Lyft, and they're offering free rides. And again, this is Saturday. It's noon to midnight. And you have to have – got to have the Lyft app. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it. And there's a code here. I guess we can put it on the blog if you want. But there's a code that you put into the Lyft app, and you get a free ride. But if you don't have that app, there's a couple of, I think there's like three area uh, restaurants slash bars where you can pick up vouchers for free rides as well. And you, like you said, they've been doing this for a little while. And they did this on St. Patrick's Day. They yeah. did it the day before Thanksgiving. They did it on New Year's Eve. And they've done this for a few years now. They And according to major brands, they've gotten more than 70,000 people home safe. It's, it's a great 70, program. 70,000 through this program, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and they also they also go on to say that the the quantity of free rides is not infinite. It is limited. So don't just count on this. Have a backup oh, plan yeah, yeah. just in case. Yeah. But what a great program. Yeah, did they say how many they're giving out? It was like 500 or something. I didn't see that in here, but it's very that's very possible that it's I could be right just around that there. Up. I have no <clears> idea. Yeah, it could be. No, it doesn't say the number at least not in this article. But. Yeah, don't count on that being your ride. All right. Mm-hmm. No. But good on major brands for doing this. That's a just in case. Yeah. Safe home after every occasion is what they're calling it. Now I'm not sure if they're going to go out to Redbud. Hmm. Although I don't know. I don't I mean, know I if don't they can handle it. That's uh, for my house an hour and twenty minutes. Yikes! It's a ride. That is a ride. You taking the copter, the Riz copter, or no? No, I'm taking the Riz, uh, the Riz Marine. The Riz Marine. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go around. I just need to find a water <laughs> passage, but uh, we'll figure it out. I got the guys on it. The fellas are on it, guys. The fellas are on it for you. Hey, you know what? Every day I pass by uh, the uh, the outlet mall next to the Top Golf, the Taubman Prestige outlets. Now remember, there's the two outlet malls on 64 in Chesterfield. There's the the Taubman one. And there's what the prestige one? Yeah, what? is that what it's called? Prestige or premium? Is it prestige? Premium? Or? No, it's it's Taubman Prestige. Yeah, and premium. Premium outlets. Yeah. Okay. Premium. I've never been to the Taubman one. I've only gone to the premium. And they're what within five miles of yeah, each other? They're, yeah, they're like a par yeah. five from each other. Yeah. They're very different though. But remember, they opened up at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, rem- basically within weeks of each other. At one point, I remember. I think Chesterfield threatened, "Hey, whoever breaks ground first gets to do this or something." Well, they to that both effect. got to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. And I remember when they both got built. I go, "Man, 
How dumb is this? Yeah, the yeah. clock was ticking. One of these will fail, yeah. for sure. One of them, if not both, because there's two so close. I, and what do you know? I, I know that this has nothing to do with it. Like, I know. But when I hear, like... What is the one Tobman Prestige? Mm -hmm. I hear that and I go, man, if you shop there, you must be rich. No, it's not like that at all. I know it's not. Even though it's labeled an outlet, it's just a bad name. Yeah, but I I agree with that. Even when I drive by it, I go, man, they must be rich. I mean, would you shop there just because of the name or you shop there because you know what stores are there? I'll tell you this. I don't go there because I think it's fancier than the other one. Oh, it's not at all. They got dog it's, bowls yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it is not. But the but I know what he's saying. The By perception the l- is label alone. You go, oh, prestige. Whoa. Okay, I really? I understand that. That's what I always thought. I I I wouldn't shop based on that. But now, um, okay, I could maybe see. Tone, have you ever looked at it to see what stores are there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No. That's I why live. I went there because I like some of the Lucky Brand stuff, and I've gone there because they have a Lucky Brand store. So that was that place opened up what five years ago. They both opened up five years ago. I have never seen that place crowded. Yeah, same. Ever. Thing. Never. Never. Nope. Now, the, the the other one. Premium. The premium one. You go, I was only there once during Christmas time. Oh, boy, that place was packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could go there on a Sunday afternoon, and you might be parking in Lake St. Louis. I mean, it's 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 packed. It is super crowded. Super crowd. Now, the last time I was at the Taubman one, my son and I went. There's a there's a bike trail behind there, so my son and I went on a, on a bike ride, and uh, we stopped in there to go get something to eat. And it was Saturday, nice Saturday afternoon, empty. Wow. The only thing that has activity is the club fitness right there. Mm. That's weird because they have some really nice stores in there that are almost better than the other outlet. I, don't I, I couldn't why even tell busy. you. I couldn't even tell you what's in there. There's in, an, what, in Taubman? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's an H&M that has a men's section that's way better than any of the other ones around this area. Yeah. Nobody goes there. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes there Look anymore. at me. It's I got crowded. my own mall to myself. Look yeah. at me. There's a few spots, that I, I, and it's a fun one with the kids because it's not, um, it's not huge. You can hit one end to the other. Fairly quickly, but I mean, the the kids and I have enjoyed ourselves. Well, one of the one of the workers there's there's a Channel Two article about it, which I was reading this morning, because I guess something is going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Like something is going to happen. I hope it's a frozen banana stand. I don't think I did. I didn't see that. He doesn't, he doesn't all like your frozen things. There. Oh, that's that. right. I like ice cream. Oh, okay. I just don't like fro. I don't like icy drinks. Okay. <laughs> I'm not criticizing. I'm just pointing it out. Surprised you like hockey. You know that's frozen water. I know. <laughs> but you don't have to consume it. You just yeah. look at it. Uh, anyway, I'm thinking, you know what? The city of Chesterfield allowed these two outlet malls to open up at the same time. But yet they didn't allow the sports complex there. <laughs> that was voted down. Probably because there was only the one. If there was two sports complexes, okay. then maybe they would have said <laughs> yes. Say, hey, battle it out. See yeah, which one wins. See. Hey. Well, it looks like the premium outlets have won. Yeah. So here's what the uh, the Channel 2 article said. Shoppers could hardly contain their excitement when Tub and Prestige Outlet Mall opened for business in Chesterfield, but that bustling shopping spirit quickly vanished, as this is what the shopping mall is looking like nowadays. A worker says, quote, this mall is literally dead half the time. Nothing seems to be left besides an empty food court and even emptier stores. Sadly, that ended up being true, and now five years after opening, 
some group took over, and they don't plan on competing with the other outlet mall. So they're just going to scrap the thing. Now, not meaning scrapping like tearing down buildings, different idea now. All I know is that I just went to their website to try and see what stores are there, and their website website is compromised. Boy, it sure is. So that's probably good for them. Uh, I think that clearly only one outlet mall was always going to survive in St. Louis. Anybody could have seen that. And that's what this uh, this gentleman is is talking about in this article. I think the market has dictated which mall that is. But because of the great real estate, the great market in the city of Chesterfield, this is a great opportunity for us to create a very unique entertainment destination. And that's what this group is saying. With the highly anticipated Top Golf being built next door, the vice president of this company that's taking over says his company plans to complement that attraction. With Top Golf as an anchor, it's really gave us the ability to bring in other entertainment type tenants like bowling, ping pong, and volleyball. Ping pong? That's what he says. The company will not tear down the existing building and will allow retail stores to stay if they choose. Which is good news for a company like Club Fitness. Yeah. And that was my first thought. Like, holy crap, Club Fitness is there. And that's one of their newer locations, if not their newest one. It's nice in there. With a new name, new colors, and new goals, shoppers say they are ready for the mall's new beginning. And they plan to lay out the new details by the end of the year. I drive that by that thing twice a day, and every time I go, oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I go, I, again, I want to see progress. Sure. Oh, like, like, is... like a cat, like a dead cat on the side of the road. Oh. <laughs> Listen, we probably talked when those two malls opened up. You go, one of these is going to survive. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way that there's enough shoppers willing to go to both of those places to sustain both. And you know what's, I shouldn't say funny, you know what's a, a piece of information is the one that is surviving. There's so much land there. I wonder if any of those stores that choose not to stay at the one may come over and build at the one that's surviving. I don't know. Because there's so much land in front of that thing. It is, it's almost like they left land there so they could build more stores I don't if, know. I'm if all, needed. I'm all for something else going in there. As long as they leave Burlington up down there, that's all I care about. I love that. Over place. at the uh, the premium? Yeah. Love it. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, so that's what I read this morning, which I thought was, ah, that's good. Progress. Progress is always good, no matter where it is. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. Well, you don't want to see it, it become a dead mall, huh? All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Nina Young from Chester, Illinois. Yeah, Nina. All right, Nina has listened to the, uh, to the point since she moved here in 2011 and says she loves this here radio program. Says the show makes her laugh out loud while driving and smile every time. Where is she from? Oh, she's from originally New Zealand. She moved here from New Zealand with her husband, and um, I guess she was a satellite radio person and asked um, asked what station to listen to locally. And she's tired. Right, our phone number 314 969 dude 314 969 333. Canvas and chat room 1057thepoint.com slash riz. On the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show and your emails. Bridge Show at 1057thepoint.com. Friday Fail Stories coming up. We're going to blow the rest of our prizes out. 
Also, the real or fake results. If we have time. No. I just checked. We got time. But we, uh, as far as blowing our prize out, we got a ton of stuff to do. Yeah, so we do. Stand by for that. Uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails, Jeff. Uh, yeah, this is from uh, listener A.A. Ron. And uh, Patrico, you were talking about how you're having trouble getting players for softball. Right? You done messed up, A.A. Ron! I, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I have 17 guys on my roster. It's just getting them to show them up. all showing up at the same time. Well, Aaron would love to, to play. He says he's a decent ball player, and he's committed to being there, there every week. And he wants Sign to pick up. up another night of ball. So if you want him... I could just imagine. A.A. Ron, where are you? Where is A.A. Ron right now? It'll be like that every Wednesday at 6.15. Right field, double A. Ron. A.A. Ron. I think that's kind of nice. Yeah, if he wants to be like one of your players, you commit and then you just not show up. But you go, ooh, (laughs) I I got, uh, I'm washing my hair that night. Yeah, if you want to be on Patrico's team, you just commit and then just don't show up. That's not true. (laughs) That, now, don't don't make it seem like you know. Is there even a team? Dudes? Are you just collecting money from people? And not, no, I'm not collecting money either. Apparently, <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, I'm not. That's another thing. Hey, if you're listening, teammates, to those who show up, good on you. Yeah, but if you don't show up, you know who you are. And and you know and 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 I did you say know who you are. I did say yesterday that the spring league is tough because it starts earlier. But uh, Summer League is about to start the summer session. That's not mince words. Yep, y'all better be there. That's not mince words. I'm not mincing words. We know what we're talking about Do here. Do I owe you money? And if, I mean, we'll talk later. Oh, I owe him money. I think that's a yes. You got to tell me that. I'll give you money right now. How much? It's good. We'll, we'll talk a later. Nominal fee? It's 70 bucks, right? No. 70, 100? Are you, it depends if you're playing in summer or not. Oh, okay. Well, Are you going to commit to summer ball? Uh, yeah, I, yes. You gonna? What days is, it, is this? Uh, it's going to be on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Um, I don't know if you got Kung Fu on Wednesdays or not. It's not Kung Fu. That's not the discipline. I don't know yeah, if you got a keto or whatever that's karate? called. It's not that either. I'm, I'm in. Is it karate? Uh, w- Muay Thai or whatever you're doing. I'm in. For taekwondo? So- no. I'm Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I'm, I'm in for softball on Wednesdays. You said that in the spring and we saw you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Horrible idea here after hearing us talk about haunted places. Uh, they think a really good real or fake punishment would be spend a night in a haunted building with cameras uh, trained on us. I'm so see, glad I, you hit that button. I'll be honest with you. you that's not a, a punishment. Believer. That's that's definitely not a punishment at all. For that me. to me would be cool, quiet place. Okay. That's what I thought too. It'd be like <laughs> That would be the most boring video. You would see me sitting there. Like playing with my phone or, or if we couldn't even have our phones sitting there. i just there. sleep. Yeah. Because that's not scary at all to me. I think you like, have to be a believer. Yeah. Are you, Are you Jeff? Are you saying you no, would No, I that? think I would be more worried about you guys effing with me. That's what I would be more concerned with. <laughs> not, I, actual, not actual spirits. Yeah, no, it would be the, the Riz You know, ghost. somebody brought up the Lemp Mansion. Like, hey, guys, if you spend a night at Lemp Mansion, it's going to change your mind. I doubt that. <laughs> but there's orbs there. <laughs> yeah, it's old. It's dusty as hell. I doubt that. I, I don't know. I mean, would it change your mind? No, I, I don't think so. I've spent the night in some very strange places, and I fall asleep. What's that uh, That hotel? Was it Milwaukee? Yeah, you talking about the amba- is the ambassador? Yeah, the ambassador. I just, I just stayed there. Is it Jeffrey Dahmer killed people there? Yeah, I just stayed there on the floor, on the same floor that he did all that stuff. 
I fell asleep. <laughs> and, 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 then I, and then I woke up. Guys. Like, who cares? Oh, my gosh. That's I'm crazy. I'm it could you. have been in the exact same spot, too, because what they did is the, the people used to go to that room because it was like a known room. Mm-hmm. Um, what they don't tell you is what they did is they, they redid the room. So essentially... The room that he used is kind of like half in one room and half in another. They re- oh, they, so they moved they, walls they restructured, and stuff? Yeah, they restructured the walls a little bit. I would think they would change the carpet out, too. Probably. Maybe. I'll tell you, though, it, it is a bizarre... I, I think I even filmed a little bit there, but me and some of the band guys. It's a... Uh, it's an eerie, eerie building with a super shining looking uh, hallway. It's a weird place. And you go, ooh, this is so awesome. I mean, not awesome, but like, this is crazy that this is still here and it looks this crazy. They you're didn't even try an, to make it look nice. You're and more then you in go awe to bed. of the history of it. Yeah. And then you, and then, well, not you're saying even it's the cool, history. but it doesn't keep you up. I'm saying, yeah, not even the history. I'm saying there's the history and it's still a very, very creepy place. They are not working hard to not make it creepy. Well, I'm sure that's part of the. Yeah, the, the reason people stay there. Yeah. I stayed at a Days Inn in Gainesville, Florida, and the soda machine didn't work. Changed Ooh, my oh, my gosh. Gosh. Changed my Holy mind. cow. Oh, last... I put in $1.15 and did not get my Coke. I stayed Spooky. in an extended stay just over the weekend, and the ice machine was making noise. Yikes. And, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming it was something rattling, bad right? happened like, there. Must be haunted. That, yeah, something bad happened there, and there's a spirit as cold as in, hell trying to get out of there. And the ice machine. You've heard of the legend of the Days Inn. <laughs> the Days Inn ghostly ice machine. Yeah, that ghost is shivering, and he's like, I just... Want to be warm? I feel feel a cool area right here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice how the breeze came in and it's just very cold and still? There was like a there was a box in the room and you open it and on the inside it was the air was super cool. And do, you know what happened? <laughs> it was like there was a ghost living. It was in like there or a something. fridge, but they shrunk it down. Like yeah. the spirits must yeah. have shrunk it down. It was yeah. so cold in there. I I put like water in, like a bottle of water in there, <laughs> cooled it down. No way. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Those ghosts like uh, bananas and eggs. That's what was in there. Next. Uh, Anonymous, please keep me anonymous. Please, please, he says. And he wants to say, hey, I love the Del Mar Loop. Love the social programs, public use like the Del Mar Trolley. But he he or she was eating lunch and saw them doing a test run of the trolley. It came uh, across a pretty significant problem. If a car is parked on the street, where the trolley needs to go by, and it's not all the way up again, like the tires up against the curb. The trolley can't get by. Trolley can't get by. Yeah. He sent over a video, and we watched it, and damn it, he's, he or she is right. Yeah. They're, they're inside of some restaurant, cafe, or something, and they have their camera pointed out, and you see there's a couple of cars parked on the curb there, and a trolley pulls up and doesn't go past that that second one, right? That dark-colored yeah, car. Yeah, get by. And whoever was driving the trolley gets out and starts walking, walking away <laughs> like, hmm, we didn't think of this. Is that is that going to be a thing? I, he says, or he or she says, there seems to be two options. Widen the road, which expensive, and even more time, or stop allowing street parking, which would... Well, that's going to crush just, yeah, business, business down there. Just, yeah. I thought the same thing. When I saw the tracks driving down there, you know, a trolley is, you know, a certain width. And it's pretty close to the curb. Mm-hmm. Did they not think about that? They I mean, thought this that- one out, guys. Listen, I'm sure with all the money they put in that thing, that's something they thought of. Like, hey, what about the cars parked? Sure. Or at least a solution there. But there's also the human element of people not knowing how to park. Right. And parking crooked, parking too far away from the curb, that would hinder the progress of the trolley. Unless they got, like, you know, uh, tow trucks on standby at all times. Like, if if you're out there on the tracks, 
They're going to tow you. Right. Like immediately. And, and if you got tow trucks thing. around, then there's even more vehicles on that street that could does get that, in the way. Does it not sound crazy? When is it supposed to open? Because we saw the video and they're doing test runs. Yeah, I don't know. Like there was a transit worker on there. Yep. Yellow and vest the, or whatever. Was he hanging was, off yeah. the side? It was a she. Was she hanging off the side? No, she was inside. Yeah, she was actually driving the thing, I she believe. Was driving the thing. Or was up front where you would think. Well, I noticed as the trolley was pulling away, the blinker was on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think they should have shut down. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. They should shut down traffic, like just vehicle traffic on there and allow public transportation. Sure, only. just foot traffic. Well, you it's know like what? Colorado that's, or Denver. I mean, that's actually a really good idea. Just no cars on that strip, and you either walk or take the trolley. Yeah. Well, that's going to be great for the businesses there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to love that. I mean, uh, what's the other solution? Well, Denver did oh, that. Oh, wait, don't have the trolley. No, no, no. Denver, Denver still has a lane on both sides. We don't have the space for that unless we clear a side of the building. The buildings, you know what I mean? Or you elevate it, you know, put some little steps up there, and we just have a, a, a line like, like the L train or something in Chicago. You know what I mean? That's pretty much all you got. You think they're going to oh, do that? Oh, now we're elevating things? Well, I'm telling you, you think you're going to do that for a tenth of a mile or something? No. So, I, I, I don't know. They're, 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 <laughs> this is an obvious thing. They're jamming too many things into too little space. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't know. That video was pretty uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, it did. It pretty, stopped. It I mean, showed. the trolley stopped. Yeah. Next. Uh, we have been talking recently about how they took the uh, the personals off Craigslist. Yes. And then we talked, was it yesterday? I think Tone brought this up, how there is a workaround with it where you go to other categories and then just kind of slyly say, hey, I'm doing this over here, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Right? I said the freaks will find a way to still be on Craigslist. Right. So you but go to the... Now they're talking in code, basically. Right. So it's like go to the for sale and go to couches for sale and say, hey, you want to buy my couch for 500 bucks? I'm included. You know, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if this necessarily qualifies, but this is a St. Louis Craigslist ad that somebody sent over. Hey, guys, love the show. Was searching for baby items on Craigslist. Sure you will. Uh, came across this post, slightly disturbing, that it was in the baby category. Yes. Breast milk fetish, $50. I am selling breast milk for personal fetish use only. However, I can do specialty for more, as in I only eat, say, pineapple for a day, a day and then I pump, or I only eat whatever you say. The $50, $50 includes a regular 8-ounce quote-unquote bottle and video of them pumping. Email me. I am discreet, size thirty-eight D. Oh my God! It's already been flagged and removed. Oh, it's not there anymore. Just, oh, it was just there this morning. This posting has been flagged for removal. You just were there this morning. Yeah, oh, man. I just. Did you get the phone number? I placed my order. <laughs> you guys aren't. None of you guys are lactating, are you? I have orders to fill. So yeah. So that's. I mean, and it came. It came with a picture and everything. It it's uh, there's a lot of stuff on barter. Let me see that picture. Let me say real. <laughs> hmm, that's the supplier. That's the supplier. <laughs> <laughs> that's the faucet. Like it's the factory. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen like. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is real. This is on. They do stuff on. Hey, how you doing? This is on stuff on like uh, on Craigslist, on Facebook, on any of these buy sell trade sites. But so what they do is they go. 
hey, I'm selling this bowl of fresh fruit. This bowl of fresh fruit is $200, and you get two free Cardinal tickets in section 162, seat A, you know, seat one and two. When in reality, they're selling the Cardinal tickets, but you can't do that online. So they say they're selling the fruit with free Cardinal tickets. Uh, That's what people are doing. Gotcha. They're like, hey, I'm selling this deck of cards. It's a deck of cards, and when we meet up, we could be two consenting adults who mm. want to do this. Yeah, I got this piece of paper I want to sell. Right. And uh, when we meet up, we'll, you know, we could po- possibly have sex, and I'm selling this piece of paper for 200 bucks. Right, and this, and if we have sex, it's just it's just my decision to have sex with you. It has yeah. nothing to do with our transaction. Yeah, it's a workaround. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I'll be topless when you walk in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Uh, This guy here, Mark, says it was a bad day at work. I guess this was yesterday. Boss told all the employees that they are bad at their job, and he could get rid of all of them if he wanted to. Be better. So there is a chance that he might be getting a new job, but the problem is with that new job, he wouldn't have time to listen to the Rizzuto show, and his kids keep him busy in the evening, so it's hard for him to find time to listen to the podcast. So question being, if I'm offered the new job, should I take it? Fully knowing yeah. he won't be able to listen to the Riz show. What are you, nuts? This is just a dumb radio show. Talking about your life. Take the new job. And more money? He does not say. He just says it's a, a new job. It's crazy. There's this thing we have called the podcast where you can listen to he us said, at any he time. He said he's got no You can't time. listen to it in the I mean, evening because it's kids. I, okay, but when you're on in your car on your way home yeah, from work, I when mean, you're on your way, way to I work, mean, I mean. Sl- you could find a way to listen to us. Yeah. You may Slip us a, into your life somewhere. You, you may be a day behind, but sure. that's fine. We we have the podcast available. Yeah. You need to go back. Back that's, into the archives. That's the beauty of the podcast is even though you have no time, there is time for the podcast because we'll always be waiting for you. Speaking of the podcast, <laughs> speaking of the podcast, my uh, by the way, we're on podcast one, which is we're now on the app. I checked yesterday. Everything's all good there. So download the podcast one app if you'd like to listen to us. We're on there. All good. In fact, we're uh, we're in the trending section, which was nice. That's because of our clothes, right? My recommendation is to make sure you are subscribed to the Rizzo Podcast, wherever you subscribe at, iTunes, whatever, because it will be throwing up an uncensored podcast within what? The day? Yeah, less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours from now. It's just going to appear. So less than 24 hours, we'll be throwing up the next Riz Show Uncensored podcast. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you subscribe to your podcasts and it's going to pop up there. Riz Show Uncensored podcast within the next 24 hours. You will enjoy it. At least I hope so. Next. Uh, This is Joe and he said he heard us talking in the past about ordering food delivery when we live in a third floor apartment. He says if he remembers correctly, Riz said it's all good as long as you leave a good tip. Yeah, I would. You know, if you if you walked all the way up. So you're on the third floor. You order some uh, some you know some sort of takeout, and they have to come up to the third floor. You, I'll compensate. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would throw a little. A bit. I would throw in a little more than I would if you just 
rang my doorbell and I was on the first floor. Like maybe a nickel per step or something like that? I don't know. Whatever the formula might be. Third floor, I'd say, you know, a couple, two, three. couple, two, three. couple, two, three extra bucks. Our emailer, Joe, is a mailman and was wondering how we would feel if people ordering their 60-pound bags of dog food online to be delivered. Is this a jerk move? And he says, I understand package delivery is part of my chosen profession, but I feel like this is too much. That's part of your job. Yep, that's your job. Unfortunately... I don't think anyone, well, I mean, I don't think anyone outside of that career even thinks about that when they're ordering the dog food. Great point. And no offense, I'm not saying that that's a good thing. Or I mean, bad UPS thing. guy's got to deal I with it. I would never have yeah. thought of that. Now, FedEx guy's got to deal with it. Now, everybody listening is going to have a little bit of guilt when we're doing this now. And they'll get over it like that. Well, and male people are not allowed <laughs> to accept gifts or tips, right? Oh, is that is that a fact? I believe so. I didn't know that. Mm. That sounds. Or maybe maybe they're allowed to accept gifts under a certain amount of money. I hmm. don't believe they're allowed to accept cash. I didn't know that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. I'm looking at it right now. All postal employees, including carriers, must comply with the standards of ethical conduct for employees of the executive branch under these federal regulations. Carriers are permitted to accept a gift a gift worth twenty dollars <laughs> or less. From a customer per occasion, such as Christmas. However, cash and cash equivalents, such as checks or gift cards, cannot be accepted yeah. in any amount. Wow. I just give my mailman a little slap on the ass. Good Further, job out there, buddy. I'm sure she appreciates that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Furthermore, no, no employee may accept more than $50 worth of gifts from any one customer in any one calendar year. I think you got to chalk it up to that sucks. Yeah. And as Moon said, before... I wouldn't have even thought about it. Now, same here. That's, I'm definitely not getting a dog now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. Hey, why don't you have a dog? Oh, man, the, the delivery guy. I really feel yeah, bad. I'm not going to get my own dog food, and I feel guilty having him carry it, so get that out of my life. Hmm? Are there a lot of uh, three-story walk-ups in the area? That's mm. a good amount. Sure. I guess so. I would say most apartment complexes are three. Yeah. And all I've some of the older seeing, buildings. Yeah, I mean, and maybe. my old apartment was three. Yeah, I mean anything, anything county oh, and west. Yeah. I would say. And Tower Grove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I'm, you were on the first floor though. I was on the first. Then there was somebody above me. Yeah, there was no elevator. There. Nope. Yeah, I guess. I mean, pray for a different route. Yeah. That sucks. Well, thank you, sir, for what you do. Yeah, man. Thank you, sir. One more, Jeff. Speaking of packages, James, who, by the way, did the hashtag I shaved for this. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, April 25th, we had a four and a half minute segment on Amazon where the word package was said no less than 14 times. And the word trunk was said nearly that many times. And not one of us uh, grabbed the low hanging fruit. And made fun of the word package or, or said anything like that. He said, I stood on my porch and applauded. I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Also, he says, uh, is there by chance Moon and King Scott over here could put together a shorter daily podcast in addition to the regular one with no sports and no crap on. So, therefore, if you listen to it like three weeks from now, it's still a little more relevant. You know, I'll have just Scott come over your house and just press play for yeah, you, too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We could send you over to people's houses and just go, what date? Oh, the 24th? Oh, it's great. The guys talked about this. Listen, I understand what the guy's saying. But no, I get it. The nice thing is with the podcast. You can fast forward. You can fast forward yeah. with touch of a finger. 
Oh, you're supposed to use your finger? Okay, thank you. Do you hate that it's uh, the 4th of May? Not May just, the 4th be with you? I think that's extremely dumb. Star Wars days? That's one of my Star least Wars favorite. Day. That's one of my least favorite things. Why? <laughs> Why? Because I hate when people go, <laughs> May the 4th be with you. And put it away. I'm going to bring it. Bring it. <laughs> I guess you don't like fun. Yeah, I know other people oh, don't like fun, get too. Look at the fun here. killer over here, and you say, I'm the fun killer. No, no, no. You are, and get I'm out sorry, of some here. Some people just like Star Wars and have fun with today. Okay, Riz, I want you, every person you see, you better say, may, may the fourth be with you. That's not how I have fun. Okay, well, then stop talking to me about it. I don't want to, to prevent other it. people from having fun. Who am I? You tell people how to have fun all the time. Hey. Comes once a year. There are times where you literally say, here's how we do this. And then you tell people how to have fun. True. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Quote, who am but I to tell me. people how to have fun? Not you. What does that <laughs> mean? <laughs> Write that down. That's me, not you. <laughs> Scary. We're gonna we're gonna write all those quotes down in, on a piece of paper one day, have it laminated and put it up, and you're gonna look at it and go, "Ooh, man, yikes!" I want that uh, on on at least one of those quotes on my tombstone. I like it makes sense because I said it. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> no, what was the one? If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, but I'm not doing it. Okay. Yeah, oh, that one's up there. See how everything comes back to me? Oh, that was, a, that was a dark one. Here you go, Jeff. And then the other one is, it makes sense because I and said it. On my first day, remember you said, oh my God, we hired Burton? Yes. I remember that one. What was the quote this time? Uh, that's uh, that's me and you're not me. No, no, no. Was? I forgot already. Ah, see? Well, then if it doesn't that have that... Why you need to write down stuff immediately? Come up with it. Oh, sorry. I'll have to go back in the podcast. Yeah. Somebody in the chat room will tell us what it was. I <laughs> forgot already. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Is it that's me? That's not you. Yeah. But I mean, out of context, that doesn't really make sense. But me going, you tell people how to have fun all the time, and you going, yeah, and that's me, not you. you just okay. Let, just want to let that one live right there. You will let it live we there. We don't need to write down. All right, there will be a special session in Jefferson City starting in two weeks to consider impeaching Governor Greitens. And House and Senate leaders said last night, I guess they had a, a quick session there, that they had gathered more than the required signatures of three-fourths of the member of each chamber to hold the special session. Now, if the House votes to impeach, the Senate would appoint a panel of seven judges to conduct a trial on whether to remove him from office. Now, all the state's top uh, Republican and Democratic legislative leaders have called on the governor to resign, but he said no. And a House investigator, uh, House Investigation Committee just released a report saying that the governor misused a donor list from his charity uh, to raise money for his campaign. And then there's the other, you know, sex invasion of privacy stuff that he's dealing with. So that's not going away. Well, there was a uh, shooting yesterday. It was yesterday evening. In the parking lot of the Aldi in St. Charles. I'm trying to figure out where that is. Where is that? It is. Um, I should say near the Aldi and China King restaurant. It is. In Mark Twain Village. Where the Bass Pro is. Okay. Where that, All right, oh, then yeah. that makes sense. Okay, right off the highway there. There's a Gordman's right there. Okay. 
So someone in a white van with Illinois license plates fired around four shots at three men in the parking lot. The men then ran to the Buffalo Wild Wings. One of them was shot in the arm. He'll be all right. The shooter is not in custody. So a car belonging to a family that was just shopping inside Aldi had some of their windows shot out. That sucks. And cops uh, cops say they found a gun under a car near the Bass Pro Shop. So they ditched the gun. Well, this has been, uh, this has been quite controversial over the past couple of years. And a couple members of the uh, City of St. Louis Boulder, uh, Board of Aldermen, they're working on a bill or multiple bills that would establish regulations of short-term rentals, Airbnbs. Now, there's already been a couple town hall meetings, and uh, one of the aldermen, alderwomen, Christine Ingracia, says that they're almost ready to present the bill that they hope and, and this is what she's saying, would even the playing field for more traditional hotels and motels and bed and breakfasts and the Airbnb type of rental places while still protecting the, uh, what, what she says, entrepreneurial spirit of the city. So what about the taxes? I think the taxes thing is a big issue. According to Airbnb, they collect taxes from guests, including a Missouri state sales tax, and city sales tax. Now, the state earned $306,000 in sales tax in the first month they started collecting from Airbnb. But the city, even though Airbnb is collecting the taxes, the city doesn't collect the taxes that they're owed. The, the older woman says that she thinks the decision to collect the tax would go to the voter. So the voter... The voters of the city have to vote to take the tax. That doesn't make any sense. You would think that this would already be laid out. Mm-hmm. And a representative from Airbnb goes, hey, we've been in talks with the city for more than a year to try to figure this out. I believe there was a report yesterday that the city's uh, credit rating just went down again. I saw that headline. I didn't look at it. But, I saw but yet the there's money here. Just here it is. Yeah, take this money. We don't know how to take it. Send a courier over there with a bag. Now, some of the uh, the regulations, by the way, could include new fees and would differentiate from Airbnbs where the owner lives on-site versus off-site. So, for example, I'm renting out a room upstairs. I still live here. Or I'm buying this property with the sole intention of using it as an Airbnb. I wonder what that's – that's the more the target, I would guess, right? I think they're. Try- I think a lot of people who own like bed and breakfasts, who own motels, hotels are complaining like, "Hey, we're getting crushed here by this a- Airbnb thing." Yeah, they just need a level playing field. They need to be able to figure that out. Yeah, we're getting killed over here. Mm. And there's also, and this, and I would be pissed off about this. I'm telling you, and I'll be honest. You know, let's say I was still living in my in my house in South City, and. Whoever lived next door to me moved out. Somebody else bought it. Don't know who it is, but they're just using it as an Airbnb rental. Right. So essentially, I live next door to a hotel. Uh-huh. 
And now you have children who, your children, who let's say are going to be out in your front yard playing. I don't know or who whatever, the hell's next door. And you got a different person next door every couple of days. A lot of HOAs now, a lot of homeowners associations are putting in their in their neighborhood bylaws that you are not allowed to do that. You will not be allowed to facilitate your home as an Airbnb. But whether, whether you live there or not, one of my buddies just moved into a neighborhood, and in his bylaws of the neighborhood, it says that you are not allowed to operate your home as an Airbnb. Whether you are a resident there or you just bought the house, built it, and do not use it. Like if you want to rent your home, that is fine. Long term renting is fine, but as far as using it as an Airbnb, they do not allow it. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Yeah, very. And I think the thing in the city with just owning homes specifically to rent them out. That's, that's, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would, I would not be cool with it. Yeah. Same. You got different people. You got people that don't live there. So they're not invested in the property doing whatever, having parties. Who's to say somebody just can't rent a place to throw a party in. Yeah. Yeah. I just, we, we need it. We need a home. We're going to have a, we're going to have a rager. Yeah. I'm going on Airbnb, and I'm going to go, oh, this is a perfect little South City house. Mm -hmm. a, a teacher from Herzog Elementary School in North City taken into custody by juvenile detectives after allegedly hitting a kid. And investigators say they got info that the teacher hit the student at school yesterday. And police said they would make no further comments since it's an ongoing investigation. And very few details are being released about what exactly happened. But the, uh, the St. Louis uh, Public School District, they released a statement saying that the district is aware of allegations against the teacher at Herzog Elementary. The teacher has been placed on leave while we complete a thorough investigation in accordance with our policies and procedures. There are parents saying that there's a lot of fights at the school. Mm. Hmm. So it's not a great atmosphere to begin with. So who knows? Who knows what really happened? You know what, and 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 I know that the answer is is clear as day. No, okay, I know that's the answer to this question I'm about to ask. But is there ever a time where if I am a teacher in high school, okay, and there is a kid in that school that is a known ass, and he gets in multiple fights, and I say something to him, and he squares up on me and swings. And we're in high school, and let's say it's a senior. Are you able to defend yourself? Yeah. I would imagine. See, I would say no because of the job title that you have. So if a kid swings at you, you can't defend yourself? Probably, you could defend, no. but I don't think you could. I would think that you could maybe block, hold, hold them down and call some authorities. But if, in your title, you're supposed to be above that. If there's no yes, other way to neutralize... If I, I situation. would, I'm saying if I'm in, if I'm in a gym if I'm in a gym and this kid comes up and he's throwing lefts and rights, and literally as a as a person, and your done. instinct is to either try and block or try and shove or eventually you're going to end up swinging. Listen, if you have to use force, if you've done everything in your power to stop this person from hurting you, see, I'm telling you, I think if a student attacked a teacher and the teacher swung and hit the student, that teacher would not only be fired but I'm, would be. I'm sure. I, I, I don't. I don't know if there's a, a there's a blanket policy, but I think if you've done everything in your power to stop this person, and you have no other choice but to punch the kid, 
to have him stop attacking you or another student? I think if it comes to another student, maybe yes. I don't but know. you know what? In this day and age, quote unquote, I would definitely make people get their phones out and say, "Let's video this." That's 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 my that my whole what? thought is you yeah, know. But at, at a, a, a split second, right? See, I think once the phones get out, uh, there's 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 other means. You know, if no, people if have you, time to pull out their phone and film things. Listen, if you got in this day and age when you when you have phones everywhere and people videoing everything and you do hit a kid you better have a good reason right yeah you know what's going to be on tape somewhere yeah. if i'm thinking of the scene in my head you know gym class everybody's standing around this kid comes after me i would i if, and when i knew the situation was volatile enough like that to be in that situation tone i would yell to one of the kids go get somebody while i handle this like go grab a principal or go grab go grab the, yeah, the but by the time that school happens, resource knows? officer or whatever i mean you can you could speak in a, a million different hypotheticals. Yeah. Yeah. See, that somebody else said, you know, not even necessarily saying that the teacher's going to get in trouble with the law, but the parents will for sure sue. Whether it was Johnny's fault or not, the parents are going to sue. That's the world we live in. Yeah. Uh, remember Tropical Liquors? Uh-huh. Trops is the giant. You may know it as Chops. Trops is awesome, man. It's very New Orleans. Trops. It's, it's very Mizzou. Uh, that that's the frozen alcoholic drink place. Mm-hmm. Like, not for me. Ah, oh, man, you're missing. Out. I don't like slushies. So back in 2015, they opened this place, Tropical Liquors. Chops. Stop it. <laughs> you guys want to go to Chops? You want Chops tonight? <laughs> I could use a silver bullet right now. Whoa! So back in 2015, they opened up this place in Soulard. And they were selling the, the frozen alcoholic drinks. And then and we had stories, neighbors complaining. Neighbors complaining about rowdy customers, the noise. People walking out of the place, just you know, littering, throwing their drinks everywhere. And they wind up shutting down. Well, now they are reopening at some point this month in the Grove. Which maybe this is a more ideal place for them. Well, Soulard is like... When I heard that Trops was coming to St. Louis and opening up in Soulard, I'm like, perfect fit. I just think the location they were in Soulard wasn't great for them. Hmm. Like, And this is funny, and, and and not just because they're friends of mine, but I thought Trops next to DBs is a perfect match. Like, a perfect match made in heaven. But they were in a residential neighborhood, weren't they? Right. Yes, and that and that's where the problems come in. Yeah. Because people were coming home you and just lived close to their, hundreds uh, of cups everywhere. Our, our old production guy, Jamie. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. he like right across the street from there? I believe so. Or at least right in the neighborhood. Right in the neighborhood. He said people were just all over the place all the time. Really? So they wound up shutting down. Now they're going to reopen in the Grove at some point this month. And the new place will have a 2,000 square foot courtyard. So you could stay there. And they've also teamed up with Gorilla Street Food. And we'll be serving food there. I think that's a huge key right there. That was the one downside about when I would go up to Mizzou and we would hang out at Trops for a little bit. And Trops up in Mizzou for sure is a is a is a come and go. You know, you go in, you order your drink, and then you go to wherever you need to go next. But that was the bummer when you would hang out there. There's no food. There was nothing to eat. There was mm. never any food. Bummer. But and my this God, so Trops, good. Trops already has uh, locations in Springfield and Columbia. Riz, you want a uh, brain freeze? I think that's what you want. You'd want a brain freeze. Uh, Beth on Twitter says uh, she's a teacher for SSD. 
St. Louis School District, I'm assuming. And uh, she says you can't under any circumstances hit a kid. You could restrain only if they're a danger to themselves or others. Yeah, my sister just my sister works a lot with like uh, kids in schools when it comes to like cri- crisis counseling, and she said that there's like certificate like teachers have to be certified, and there are, there to deal are things with that that, I, that yes. you can do and cannot do, and you are made well aware the of what you are allowed to do and not do. <laughs> ah, now I want traps, man. Damn it. You can't. I know, and it's 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> you can't. Uh, heads up, teachers, by the way. Um, teachers in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Teacher Appreciation Day is next Tuesday. That's Tuesday the 8th. So to honor you, Chick-fil-A and Chipotle are offering you free stuff. So at Chipotle, teachers could get a buy one, get one free meal. And at Chick-fil-A, teachers can have a free chicken sandwich until 10 p.m. But they said make sure you check your your local Chick-fil-A, because not all locations are participating. But that's a next Tuesday the 8th for Teacher Appreciation Day. Hear about the shooting in Nashville yesterday at the mall? Not Nashville, Illinois, but Nashville, Nashville. Uh, A suspect is in custody after shooting at the Opry Mills Mall in Tennessee. And this was yesterday afternoon. One person's dead. The shooting happened inside the mall around 2.20 in the afternoon. And the uh, National Fire Department reports that an adult male was uh, transported to a hospital in uh, critical condition. He was shot in the neck. He wound up dying. And the Metro Nashville Police Department tweeted out, Shooting in Opry Mills appears to have been the result of an ongoing dispute between two males. One of them was critically wounded. The suspected gunman left the mall building and immediately surrendered. Both men are 22 years old, both from Nashville, both previously known to the police. In a mall. Uh, Twitter has recommended that their 336 million users change their passwords. Now, yesterday, they announced that they found a bug that saved user passwords unprotected on an internal log. And Twitter did say that they fixed the issue and there isn't any evidence that the passwords have been leaked or used, but they still said, hey, let's uh, let's update our passwords. Quote, as a precaution, consider changing your password on all services where you've used this password. And Twitter protects user passwords with a process called hashing, which shows random characters in the place of the actual passwords. And I guess if you're with Twitter, you have the code to... to to decode all the passwords. Mm. Uh, but this detected bug stored the passwords in their original plain text form to this internal log. Now, Twitter didn't say how many passwords were stored there. Uh, they didn't comment on when the bug was discovered or how long it had been storing passwords in this way. But they did make sure to say, hey, this is not a breach. And St. Louis's own Jack Dorsey, you know, the CEO... He said in a tweet that the company believed it was important to be open about this internal defect. So I got to change all my passwords from huge boobs on Burton 77 to something mm-hmm. else now? <laughs> you could change it back to Chunky Donut Lover 69. Okay. 420. Uh, there's a high school in, in uh, Homedale, New Jersey. Homedale, New Jersey is about uh, 40 miles south of New York City. That's where the uh, PNC Art Center is, the old Garden State Art Center is if you've been to Jersey. 
and seen a concert there. But they've been having issues with a, a mystery pooper defecating outside near the football field. And it was literally happening on a daily basis. Like somebody was going to the bathroom near the football field outside of the school. Every day. Every day. At least they're regular. Every day. So several teachers recently talked to the school and set up a surveillance operation to try to catch the person. Well, they finally did on Monday. They finally caught the person. And it's unbelievable who it was. It turns out it wasn't some vagrant or a student doing this as a dumb prank. It was another school's superintendent. What? What? Like a rival school's superintendent. Cops arrested this 42-year-old guy around 5.45 in the morning on Monday after they caught him in the act. Wow. He's the head of a different school district about 30 miles north. But he lives closer to the school where he was caught. And turns out he liked going for jogs on their track every morning. So apparently all that running really got things moving for him. And there was no bathroom, so he just did his business out in the open. What kind of animal are you? And it it doesn't sound like it was a rivalry thing. But it does look like he's going to lose his job over it. And his mugshot is... You could, you could see remorse. Thomas Tremeclini, the superintendent of Kenilworth Public Schools, must answer the charges alleging that he pooped on the back of the Homedell High School on a daily basis. Tremeclini was taken into custody May 1st on several charges, including public defecation and public lewdness. The Kenilworth Public School District issued a statement Wednesday night saying that Tremeclini is on a paid leave of absence. They've declined to answer comments following that statement. And that's going to be on your permanent record, sir. I just think it's great when a serious news journalist has to say poop. Uh Uh-huh. It's fantastic. Did he do it on the track? He looks like a guy that would do this, by the way. I don't know if it was actually on the track or it was close enough where you go, what the hell? Again? You go, again? He makes about $150,000. As a superintendent. I just don't understand it. And here's the other thing, too. This may sound simple, but if you know, I mean, he had to know every morning it was going to happen, right? Bag it. Bring a bag like you're walking a dog. Bring a a Walmart bag. If you're so regular, you know that at this time of day, at this place where there's no bathrooms, you know you're going to go to the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. That's a great uh, point with the bag. You know what I always say? I always say this. I say this a lot. I say this to you guys all the time. Naked and Joeing near, near an elementary school is no way to go through life, son. <laughs> I say that a lot. You do. A, a 30-year-old guy from Virginia, Justin James Rutley, charged with indecent exposure, Joeing in public, and disorderly conduct in connection with a little incident near an elementary school on Monday morning. It's around 9.30. People spotted Justin stuck in a fence, furiously Joeing out in the open. His, his legs were stuck in the fence, and he was uh, completely naked. He was also covered in scratches from head to toe from the thickets in the area. Patrico, was he on drugs? You betcha, Riz. We don't know which kind, though. But he was thrown in jail without bond. Legs stuck in a fence. I'm not sure if he was, like, he tried to hop the fence and he was upside down. 
or but he was, but he was Joeing. But he was Joe. You can't Joe upside down. Yeah, you can't. I oh. don't. Not going to tell you try it. No, no, I'm not going to try that. You got to be super <laughs> careful. It's always good to have a buddy there too. Safety reasons. No pass again. <laughs> We're over two today. On a Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, an armored truck in Indiana spilled thousands of $20 bills along a highway. Bags of money were falling out of the back. It was a Brinks truck. And they were saying it was something right out of a movie. Loose bills flying all over the interstate. And people were getting out of their cars and grabbing what they could. I think it's cool that all those people are probably getting on Facebook saying, hey, where can we turn this money in? Well, you see, I don't know if that's really happening. Uh, At first, police said that about $600,000 in $20 bills was lost. They later said that amount wasn't clear. But here's a witness describing the scene. Little bank trucks just dropped all this money and people just came out here and was getting hella money. (laughs) The police is here now. Look at all this money on the floor. Look at all this money. You should have seen people was getting off school buses. Getting this. School buses? Wow, so some of that money flew inside a house and went on the floor. No, it was all out. People are just like just outside where it's the ground. School buses were stopping and people were getting off the school bus and grabbing money. Wow. And they also don't know what caused the back doors of the Brink trucks, uh, the Brink's truck to open. But uh, here's what is for sure. Making off with the money is a crime. And authorities are reportedly scanning video footage for license plates of people who took some of the loot. And police are saying that if you're willing to, in good conscience, turn the money back in, there's amnesty. Like, no questions asked. They will take the money. You're all good. That's my favorite is the people that, like, get in trouble after stuff like this happens. Like, if they leave a bank bag somewhere or, you know, somebody goes, the money was out there. Why wouldn't I take it? It's not because yours. Because it's illegal. It's not That's yours. why you wouldn't take it. It's so like what happened to the finder's keepers thing? Huh? That's also not it's, a thing. It's like Is a, that know, not an admissible ATM, in court? And an ATM, if you ask for 20 bucks and it spits out $400, it's not yours. Right. You can't. It's not bank error in your favor. I was going to say, that's monopoly. That's not real <laughs> life. Like $380. Yeah. <laughs> the little guy in the top, the top hat said I can keep it. <laughs> Get out of jail free cards? Not real that's either. That's not real either. Hmm. You're not going to win a beauty pageant and somebody give you $10. And you can win 100 bucks to Patricius at 1057thepoint.com. Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your email is Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. 
sports on the way. Headline Hooge. Friday fail stories. Real or fake results. You know on Fridays I like to keep it positive. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. So Forbes magazine put out their list of uh, America's best mid-size employers. So not huge companies, not small companies, mid-size employers. And there are a couple of St. Louis companies on this list. Mm. So they look at places that employ more than 1,000 but less than 5,000 people. And the Parkway School District came in at number 66 out of 500. Wow. Nice. Parkway School District. And the list was uh, compiled by using questionnaires sent to more than 30,000 employees at these mid-sized businesses. So the Parkway School District out in Chesterfield, number 66 in the country. Also, you got uh, Worldwide Technology. Oh, man. Everybody. Number 115. My whole crew, because I hung out with a bunch of soccer players, and like my whole crew, like there's probably 50% of them work there, and they have nothing but amazing things to say. About worldwide technology. That's funny that they're soccer players and they work there. That, that that's that whole community basically employs that entire building. Yeah, well, I mean, that isn't, aren't they the sponsor of the soccer park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, McCarthy Building Co. They came in at number one thirty-seven. Good for them, they've been around for quite a while. So a very nice showing. Very nice showing here uh, locally, as far as uh, mid-size employers go. So before we get to sports, you know, uh, Deadspin they do that tournament of names their annual name of the year tournament mm-hmm. do you remember one what won last year is it no uh, there was something that was like i know a couple years ago it was like b wop b zop zitty zitty boom boom or something no like last that. year was kobe buffalo meat oh yeah that's right <laughs> and these are actual like these are actual names in sports is it sports or is it just in general sports So, and this is all sports. Okay. Amateur, you know, major leagues, professionals, whatever. So, the name of the year, according to Deadspin in their name of the year tournament, Jim Bob Ghostkeeper. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Which is the actual name of a minor league hockey player in Canada. He defeated Dr. Marwall's mating in the finals. Oh, the doctor didn't stand a chance. Doctor Marwall's mating. He didn't stand a chance against <laughs> Ghostkeeper. How does one come up with the surname Ghostkeeper? I don't know. Like, is this a cemetery family? I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm trying are, to think. That's what I thought. These are just all names. Oh, these are just oh yeah. Because Doctor Narwhal's names? mating is a family medicine doctor in Ohio or in California. Okay, so it's not just sports. Okay, no. it's open up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But Jim Bob Ghostkeeper happens to be a minor league hockey player in Canada. Wow. Oh, man, I cannot believe that's a long jersey that Jim Bob Ghostkeeper beat out Salami Blessing. <laughs> salami Blessing? <laughs> you should see some of these names. It's incredible. Incredible. And also, and also with you. Early Charlemagne. <laughs> Miracle Crimes. So, the, so I guess Jim Bob Ghostkeeper joins, you know, past champions like Kobe Buffalo Meat and uh, Assumption Bultron and uh, Nimrod Weiselfish. And Tangeray Beavers. And Princess No Candy. <laughs> I can't believe the fifth seed, Reverend Hobbit Forrest, didn't make it further. Or or Mr. Clinton Bacon. Another past champion, Vanilla Dong. 
<laughs> I remember that one, too. And uh, Destiny Frankenstein. Barcavius Mingo. Taco BM Monster. <laughs> you know what? I think we've talked about this one. Uh, this is a number one seed in their bracket. Leroy's Lobster Gains. That sounds familiar to me. <laughs> this was my favorite past champion. No J. Nimson. <laughs> There's somebody out here with the name Tuna Altuna. <laughs> or Dr. Dimple Royalty. Well, congratulations to Mr. Ghostkeeper. Name of the year. The Rosito Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. The Cardinals welcome another Chicago team to Bush this weekend. They take on the Cubs. First game tonight, 7-15 at Bush. Mike Miklas gets the start. The, uh, the Mariners announced yesterday that Ichiro is transitioning to the role of special assistant to the chairman. Which basically is so a very nice way to assistant say... Assistant to the traveling secretary? No, that's not it. <laughs> it basically is a very nice way of saying he's no longer going to be playing on the team. But he's not retiring. Now, so, I'll tell you hey, why. Suit up. I mean, an actual suit. You yes. Put a yep. suit exactly. on, yeah, still wears a cup, though. So weird. He's 44 years old. The Mariners needed a pitcher. They brought up some guy from the AAA roster. And the GM of the Mariners say... They don't plan to change anything that he's doing right now with the exception of that he will not be playing in the games. <laughs> now, the reason that he's not retiring and he's taking a different role for the end of 2018 is because the Mariners opened up 2019 in... Wait, wait, Japan. wait, wait. Deloge. Japan. Uh, so they're thinking that he's going to play in Japan and then retire. So one final game in Japan and then that's it. Yep. What so a he'll be, great idea. He'll be on the roster. He, he's going to be with the team. And then he's, next year he's he'll a definite play. Hall of Famer, right? Oh, he has to be. I would think so. Yeah, has to be. Uh, so that's that's the plan with each row. Uh, NHL playoffs results from the second round playoff games yesterday. The Penguins beat the Capitals three to one. That series tied at two games apiece. Predators beat the Jets two to one. That series also tied at two games. Anybody apiece. see the Capitals Penguins game by chance? No. no. Right at the end of I think it was the first period, Oshi got into a fight and knocked a dude on his butt with one punch. Honest took us on. Yeah, it was fantastic to see. Yeah, because oh, I mean, Oshi started. It was Oshi's fault because he went after somebody and kind of left his feet for a check, and the other player went, "Hey, excuse me," and Oshi yeah. went, "All right." And two swings later, the guy was on his back, and oh, Oshi kept it. throwing too. It was yeah, great see to see. Either. It was awesome. Uh, NBA playoffs, the Cavaliers beat the Raptors. They're up two games to none. And the Celtics beat the 76ers. They're also up two games to none. Uh, Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan agreed to a five-year contract extension yesterday. Could be worth as much as $150 million, making him the NFL's highest paid player. What is it, $30 million a year? So he's uh, he's assured of getting at least $100 million, uh, on average $30 million a year, for $150 million if he meets the incentives. So. Nice work if you could find it. Yep, uh -huh. that's for sure. The Steelers. Do you agree that the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you're a fan of the Steelers, that team is great and can do no wrong. But if you're not a fan of the Steelers, it's one of those teams where you're like, God, the Steelers, come on, man. Yes. Okay. They actually did something really cool. Ryan Shazier, the guy that, while during a game, had the injury after being tackled, mm -hmm. couldn't walk. They didn't think he was going to be able to walk. Now he has. Well, he needed a little extra money for rehabilitation. So they, the Steelers, converted most of the money that he was due in his contract as a sign to a signing bonus. Mm -hmm. So guaranteed money that he would have made in 2018, 2019 has now been changed to a signing bonus, and he's going to receive 8.26 million of the 8.72 million that he's due in 2018. Well, that's nice. 
That's good really, really cool. Uh, Mizzou, guy from Mizzou named Cade Bormet. He tumbled into an unpadded brick wall during a Tigers home game against Georgia yesterday while trying to field a foul ball, and it was scary. They had to to cart him off, right? Oh, yeah. 2-2 to Maxwell. Cranks that one in foul ground, and oh, a tremendous effort, but sliding into the brick wall is Bormet, and immediately they're going to race out and make sure he is okay. That is a scary play. On a full speed ah, run, man. and there is no padding on that part of the wall. And you'll notice in the outfield, in fair territory, there's padding throughout the walls, but I've wondered that about this brick. It doesn't give, and you go running into something like that, it hurts. And he was, I mean, he was out for a second. He was out cold. And then they, they brought out the stretcher, and on his way out, he gave the thumbs up. So nice. that was good. Uh, Drake, I don't know if you saw this story or not, but Drake uh, got into it with... Uh, uh, a guy, I can't remember this guy's name. He Michael was, Jordan? Uh, no, Kendrick Perkins. Uh, they got into a verbal yelling match at the Cavs game the other day. Uh, yeah, is it Drake, you know, the, the rapper? He he's, sits front. He's one he's to sit front row yeah. at, at Raptors games. Yeah, and he eventually called Kendrick Perkins an effing word that rhymes with wussy. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so Drake has been known to jaw back and forth with players. Well, the NBA is done with it. Not done with it, but they're saying, hey, if you're going to do that, stop cursing. Yeah. They basically say that he was warned by NBA Big Brass, like, you curse again, we will take action. So just stop cursing. So they're still going to yell at each other, just not with curse words. Finally, it's the Monster Energy AAA 400 Drive for Autism at Dover International Speedway on Sunday. You can watch the... Okay, it's over. You can watch the race on Fox Sports 1. Race time scheduled for 1 p.m. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show. Headline who's Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online. NinjaBling.com. Guys, let's go to Newton, Kansas. No. I've always wanted to go to Newton, Kansas. Cops in Newton got a call late on Tuesday night about a naked man outside an apartment complex. And when they got there, they found a 24-year-old guy hammered, naked, and desperately trying to have sex with the tailpipe of a car. Okay. Mm. Oh, boy. And he wouldn't stop trying to get it in there, even <laughs> when the even when the cops came. Sadly, I don't know what, what kind of car he was trying to get it on with. Eventually, the cops wound up tasing him when he wouldn't listen. And then they took him to the hospital. His blood alcohol was 0.35, which is more than five times the legal limit. You got it, buddy. That's part. And up there with the potential of alcohol poisoning, you know? See why he couldn't get it in there. How is he awake? <sighs> Maybe. That is true, hunk. <laughs> so he could be facing lewd and lascivious behavior charges. I don't know I got his name, but. This guy here from Newton, Kansas. You are today's Headline Hooge. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Hi, welcome back, folks. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. A radio station in Detroit has banned all Kanye West music because of his comments about uh, slavery being a choice. So that's one radio station now already that is not going to play any of his music anymore. And this is a hip-hop station that played a lot of Kanye stuff. And any, now... Uh, any 
Any word from the Kanye camp? So far, no. And he is now uh, holed up in that uh, resort that he goes out in the woods. But it's not Wisconsin. It's someplace where he is putting together the last Great, of Great those. Great Wolf Lodge. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on the water slide right now as we speak, as a matter of fact. Uh, but no less of authority than uh, Steve Harvey has weighed in saying Kanye needs... Uh, well, he needs to know, guys, what it is. You That's have right. to have people around you that, that can be truthful. Right. I have that on this morning show. No, you can't say that. No, no. Cut. They'll tell Cat to dump. Cat got a dump button to keep stupid Amen. from entering the air on me. Yeah. Mine Kanye too. needs mm-hmm. an older black man real. in his life that's real that will tell him the truth. Older black man, period. Those of us that's older know there's certain things you just can't say. You ain't free to be free. That's that right. That's freedom right. of speech, they're mm-hmm. not talking to us. That's what, what we need on this show. What, a no guy? An old nope. black guy? Nope. Somebody in the background would go, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yep. <laughs> After everything that we <laughs> said, well, mm-hmm, nope. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, mm. and apparently, if you listen to the beginning of that clip, apparently an echo chamber as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the, how it sounds if if the studio is bigger than like you know a janitor's closet. Oh yeah, I like so how he says Kanye. we got a dump button to keep the stupid off of the air. So Kanye's not allowed to say what he wants. Oh, he is allowed to say it, but there's also, as we always say, repercussions. Sure, which means a think, a radio station I in Detroit is, has banned him. I think Kanye's fully aware of what he's doing. I would think so too. I think so. Now, I don't know that Camille Cosby is fully aware of the real world and stuff because she's very upset that her husband, Bill, has been convicted, uh, which this is an understatement to say she's not sure of what's going on. She went off on a long Facebook post yesterday. Uh, She said the media took away his right to a free trial. He had two of them. Uh, She called the prosecutor and his associates, quote, exploitive and corrupt, whose primary uh, purpose is to advance themselves professionally and economically at the expense of Mr. Cosby's life. I couldn't tell you their names. Me either. I could tell you the victim's name, Andrea Constance. Yeah. And we talked about it a lot here. And uh, if they're trying to advance their names, I, they haven't done a great job. Yeah, and then she gave some examples of black men who'd been wrongly convicted of crimes and said, quote, once again, an innocent person has been found guilty based on an unthinking, unquestioning, unconstitutional frenzy propagated by the media and allowed to play out in a supposed court of law. Well, listen, she Or the, he's a horrible person. She's the wife. I mean, what is she supposed to say? I mean, all these women coming forward for all these years, and you stand by your man. Yep. She okay. says someday the truth will prevail. That that's, someday happened about, a, what, a week or so ago. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let's say your wife gets gets tied up in something, or your spouse or whoever gets tied up in something bad, and it comes out, and, and you stand by them during the trial, and then all of a sudden at the end, and it's like, guilty. I'm sorry, but I go, nah, man. See ya. I mean, I mean, I, again, I mean, you can't put yourself time, in her shoes. time out. I don't say I don't say see ya and I don't like, you know, but I don't publicly go out there and go. This is wrong. I tell you wrong. It might I, be I, a good I, idea at this at this point. What you're saying is for her just to pull back. Lay low. You know what she needs? Steve Harvey's no person. <laughs> Steve Harvey's no mm-hmm. person. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Speaking of a yeah. lot of women coming forward, six months after Charlie Rose was fired by, by CBS and PBS, uh, his own sexual harassment allegations, there's a couple to, oh, 27 more ah. women have now come forward. Uh, to talk with the uh, the Washington Post, who busted this story, accusing the former anchor of sexual misconduct with some incidents dating all the way back to 1976. Some of the accu- are among the accusers, a former research assistant named Joanna Mathias, who alleged that Charlie Rose, quote, exposed his penis and touched her breast disease. Oh, well, that's not a quote. Breasts was the quote. This other personality would come through talking about Charlie would change. This other personality would come through and the groping would happen. New allegations came a week after. Remember this page six report where Charlie wanted to stage a comeback by having a TV series where he interviewed other famous men who had yeah. been taken down by hashtag me too. Terrible idea. For whatever reason, that never got legs. Because <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Uh, the new accusations, by the way, he's 75 years old. He says, quote, the story, your story is untrue and inaccurate. Gail King, who worked with Charlie Rose, talked about it yesterday on CBS This Morning. I have a very bad case of deja vu, I have to say. Yeah. You know, I feel sick to my stomach. And I don't know what to say about this. You know, when, when the story first broke, I said Charlie was my friend. I still consider him a friend. I know that's probably not the politically correct thing to say at this moment. But I don't believe in abandoning friends when they're down. That said... This is very troubling, very disturbing, and you can't discount what these women are saying. I know all of the men who are mentioned in the management, the management that they're saying there, too. I have great respect for them. And, and this is what I know. I don't know what more we can do to Charlie Rose except a, a public flogging. He's gone. He's not coming back to CBS News. Nora O'Donnell, John Dickerson, and I are the new team. We are working very hard here. I know that we bring up quality broadcasts surrounded by a quality team. And all we can continue to do is do the best possible, That's possible right, job Gail that King. we can. You get it, Gail. She's right. I think Gail said what I would say. You know, like, hey, I knew Charlie. Charlie was one of my boys. We were cool. But this I'll be is, honest with you, if this, this is, is disturbing, this 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 sucks. This is real bad. Yeah, and and to her point, he's he's gone. You know what I mean? He's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you never did watch uh, uh, Last Man Standing, did you? I know we've brought this up before, uh, the Tim I've Allen show. I've seen a couple episodes. Did, were you not? I thought if you watched that once, you would be hooked. I uh, I did enjoy the show. Is the times home, I've watched it's it. It's kind of like an updated home improvement. Kind of sort of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he worked at a he worked at a sporting goods store mm-hmm. as like the manager. Yeah, Tim like Allen's a like manager. a Bass Pro kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was on like Friday nights. No. I didn't. I never saw it until uh, reruns were happening. Yeah. So I, I see the reruns. It was one of those shows that started on a Tuesday night on like CBS or ABC or whatever, and then they were like, oh, "Let's put this on Fridays," and they were like, "Let's put you this on, off the air." It was uh, like when I was, you know, getting ready to go out somewhere. It'd, it'd be on, mm-hmm. and I and I would enjoy it. Okay, I mean, he. It's, I thought it was hilarious. I still watch it when there's Tim reruns. Allen. Yeah, it's it's a great. I mean, it's a great idea. Everything. Anyway, they got rid of it uh, not too long ago, and there was talk that it was just too expensive, and there was talk that it was too conservative, especially Tim Allen himself being conservative. Well, it looks like they may be bringing it back. Or at least there's early discussions to bring it back at Fox. And Tim Allen and the producers from 20th Century Fox Television are cool for what would be the show's seventh season. ABC canceled it last year after six. Obviously, that's where I got seven. You're welcome. Uh, ABC Entertainment says, uh, uh, no, it didn't have anything to do with conservative politics, by the way. Uh, the the One of the ladies running it over there said that uh, future creative direction, ratings, and viewer engagement were the reasons why they got rid of it. But... 
After airing, as Tony said, on Friday nights, the show was still solid for ABC. 1.2 in the ratings, 6.4 million viewers per episode. Pretty good. And that's just the same day live stuff. So with the recorded, obviously, it would be a little mm-hmm. bit bigger. With those numbers, if it came back and, and was on Fox, it'd be one of its highest rated shows. So as long as they can afford it, I think it yeah. may be coming back. So uh, say what you want about the Kardashian and the Jenners. But when the book is written about how we learn to monetize social media and make it into a career in and of itself, these girls should be on every damn page. Agreed? Agreed. Whether you like them or not, we are fueling them making money from social media. They changed the game. I mean, they really did. The youngest of all of them, Kylie Jenner. She is the youngest of the Kardashian and the Jenner girls, but she's also easily the most influential on social media. I forgot about Carl Jenner, too. He's, the, he's <laughs> yeah. actually the youngest. That is true. Carl Jenner lives under the stairs of the uh, Kardashian complex, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Social media insights. He's uh, not off looking. Hey, he throws darts a lot. <laughs> social media insight numbers. Check this out. They've decided that Kylie's posts are worth $1 million each making her the most influential celebrity on social media. And what I mean by that is every time she pimps a product on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter, that product gets the equivalent of $1 million in advertising. Hmm. So she got a pair of shoes on, whatever brand it might be, and she takes a picture of it, $1 million. Where am I on the list? Uh, Second. Second. (laughs) So... It just says you would be worth more if you'd leave the house every once in a while. (laughs) She's the first uh, member of the family to reach that level. Beyonce was there last year at $1 million, but for whatever reason, her value dropped. Uh, Kylie has more than 150 million followers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and that doesn't even include uh, Snapchat as well. Uh, but it's just it's not just the number of followers that brings her yeah, the value. What about on Friendster? She's still on there? Uh, that I don't know. Friendster? <laughs> Oh, boy. Christina Aguilera was one of the... Tony, you still watch The Voice? Or do you watch The Voice? I, I can't keep up with... Not... I don't mean that as a slam. Which one do you watch? Is it The Voice? No, but we're big. We're big. America's Got Talent watchers. We is. used to be American Idol watchers, but this season is horrendous. My wife tunes into The Voice if we're watching TV when it's on. Okay. So, Christina Aguilera was one of the original coaches there, right? And she did six of the first ten season, the seasons, and there's a reason why she doesn't come back and will never come back. Uh, she said that uh, she would just rather talk about positive things and do positive things. Quote, the voice became something that I didn't feel was what I had signed up for. She basically says it's not about the music. It's about recording moments in so time for you to watch. So it to figure that out. Yes. <laughs> she was sitting on a big stack of money while she was doing this uh-huh. interview, too. I'm not really sure. It took her six seasons to figure out that wasn't for her. Mm-hmm. Okay, now she's going to trash it. She called it an energy sucker, churning, uh, churning hamster wheel. She said during her last season, she was longing for freedom that when she went rotten. home. When she went home every night, quote, I'd just take everything off, the makeup, all of it, and I'd blast some hip hop or some Nirvana or some Slayer, anything to get me out of that zone, that okay. TV mode. How rotten of her. She got, probably still has friends that work on there. And you got hired to do a job. The support staff. Yeah. That's not cool. Did, did anybody see? I know we mentioned this yesterday, but she put out a, a new song yesterday. Yes. You want to put the gas back in the lawnmower when you're done? Oh, I thought you mentioned you mentioned it yesterday. Well, I know, but I I got to I'm just no, giving you crap. Go air. ahead. It was off the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, have you seen the photo? Yeah. The this. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. She doesn't look great. Oh, well, I, I all I it. all I saw was here. Oh, I didn't I look wanna, at her face. I, you want to hear some of the song? There's a new uh, Christina Aguilera. 
which is how you pronounce it, by the way. Who is this with? I think it's just her. Oh, no, it's uh, featuring some rapper of some sort. Oh, Ty Dolla Sign and yeah. 2 Chains. Okay. Accelerate, come on back, pick up your speed. Stamina, fill me up, that's what I need. Another shot, you got me home with what me. Name of the new record is Not For Me. <laughs> yeah, that's it's actually called Liberation. You don't like that photo of her tone? No, not at all. You know where her tone and, uh, and voice is going? It sounds like Shakira meets Cher. Yes. The share Kira. Like I think, I think, everybody, I think everybody has always said that about her. Though. Like, I, pretend to scare me. Bro. I don't know about that. I just. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like she's constantly on a tightrope. So he's like, all right, Christina up there, go ahead and sing a song. And she goes, okay, I'm singing. <laughs> like, she's, uh, she sounds like she's always almost going to fall while she's yeah. singing. <laughs> and, she just, and she just took a big bite of Starburst and it got stuck in her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I found a list of the most popular Star Wars movies in every state. And I don't have every single state here. I've got Illinois, i got Missouri, and a couple of the other ones. The Empire Strikes Back is number one in 20 states, which is the most out of all of them. What do you think is the number one in uh, in Missouri? That. Which you said one? Empire Strikes Back is number one in most states? It, yes, I believe it's 20 of them. In Missouri? Return of the Jedi. Missouri. Let's say Force Awakens. Let's say Return of the Jedi. Look jerk. at you! What a jerk. Did you know that because it's also number one in Wyoming and you spend a lot of time there? <laughs> no, no, we just we just like the woods and you know it's got a lot of I, it's got a woodland. People scenes. say that that's one of the worst ones. I, that's that's up there. Like it's, I love it. It's Phantom Menace on any yes, state? eleven of them. That's their what? favorite. What? Yeah. You gotta be kidding! And me. it starts with somewhat surprisingly. Florida. Uh, I you know what I like Return of the Jedi like top one or two. Love it. Love it because when I was a kid, I wasn't some purist that was like these Ewoks are stupid. Yeah, me too. Or, uh, that kind of crap. I loved it. I loved it. I love the Ewoks. I love the Jabba the Hutt scenes. Yeah, I loved the treehouse nature of the things. Yeah. like it was fantastic. It was perfect for where I was as. You're a right, kid. Moon. Revenge of the Sith was uh, super popular in five states. The original, um, A New Hope. Yes. Was the most popular in four states. Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones were tied, uh, but both had three states. Did they say Rogue One was uh, part of any of those? Yeah, The Force Awakens and Rogue One were only number one in one state apiece. The Force Awakens, Illinois. Rogue One, Alaska. I loved Rogue One. I did too. Loved it. Uh, In theaters this weekend, you got two main releases that will lose to the Avengers. (laughs) Uh, Tully which is directed by Jason Reitman, who did Up in the Air. And um, Diablo Cody from Juno, she is the uh, the screenwriter of this thing. I have no idea what this is about. This is Charlie's Theron where she's like heavier. She put on a ridiculous amount of weight for this movie. Well, it's called Tully. Critics, 90%. Audience, 71%. And then there is the remake of Overboard. And that's what Anna Faris and critics twenty nine percent and audience eighty percent. Wait, which uh, which overboard? Not the Adam Sandler one. Nobody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen uh, that? The one with uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Okay. And Goldie Hawn. Yep. Yeah, is that? That overboard. That's, that's a good movie. 
A crappy birthday. Celebs celebrating a birthday this weekend. Lance Bass from NSYNC, 39. Aaron Andrews is 40. Will Arnett, 48. Adele is 30. Brian Williams, he's telling us that he's 59. George Clooney's 57. Bob Seger, 73. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was the man when you listen to uh, when it came to breaking news as far as music news is concerned. Kurt Loader? In the 80s, he worked for Rolling Stone. Now he has a show on Sirius. Kurt Loader is... Well, he's in his 70s. 70. No way. He's, he's the one who told me that uh, interned, Kurt Cobain died. I interned over there for MTV News when he was the anchor back in 1998. And then he then he was old and you go, wow, he looks good for he's, being that old. He's 68. Hmm. Moon 72. says 68. You say 72. I say 70 also. Uh, he is 73 years oh. old. Damn it. Hey, hey, real quick. Speaking of Sandler. Hey, hey. I, I know. I've trashing most of those movies that come out thinking they're just you know whatever he's throwing out the newest one with Chris Rock that the, the week of or something have yeah. you guys seen it no not yet not bad I've, I've heard from a couple people that's actually pretty good it's, that's it's, surprising because the trailer makes it look like it's yeah it's dog crap. I mean it, it's it's just another run of the mill one of those uh, Happy Madisons that I heard it's t- pretty good straight to Netflix kind of vibe but it is uh, it's better than all the last ones let's ask uh, Christina Aguilera <laughs> <laughs> oh that's it <laughs> That's a B it's plus approval. rating. Approval, yep. <laughs> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is a world-famous Rocco Sofredi. Oh, boy, yeah. And today's legendary he-whore has done more slamming than Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Shaq combined in 677 fine films, including 30 Men for Sandy, The Anal Ski Vacation, mm. To Be or Not To Be Horny. <laughs> <laughs> also in a movie called Who the Hell Banged Rocco? He was in two movies. It's a series. The first one is Rocco Does the World, and the second one is Rocco Does St. Petersburg. So, kind of narrowed it down a little bit. And who can forget his unforgettable role in Rocco and Buttman's Extremely British, Extremely Sexy, Extremely Big Boobs Adventure. So, Rocco Sofredi, 54 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Friday Fail Stories, sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Riz Show. Well, we'll start with this, and this is your uh, classic case of not doing your research. 
There's a 24-year-old woman named uh, Kiana. She is from St. Clairsville, Ohio. And she was on probation last year after six months in jail for felony drug possession. And as part of her probation, she had to take drug tests. But back in November, she thought she was going to fail one, so she swapped in somebody else's pee. And it tested positive for drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So she was in court earlier this week, and the judge said, quote, let me get this straight. To avoid the positive test with your own urine, you use somebody else's urine, which turned out to be positive also. That's bizarre. So she's going back to prison for 18 months. Failed. Boy, what a dummy. Boy, the only way this crime could be more Canadian is if this guy had used a hockey stick or had a Celine Dion back tattoo. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. So a guy in Nova Scotia went into Canada's signature fast food chain, Tim Hortons. He went there last Friday night, and he said he had a weapon, and the cashier gave him money, and then he took off, and his getaway car was a ferry. And his plan was... <laughs> <laughs> And his plan was to ride the ferry across the harbor to Halifax and, I guess, sweet freedom. But his plan was foiled when the cops realized where he'd gone and got the ferry to turn around. (laughs) He was quoted as saying, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. sorry. Well, there's such a fine line between being an ex-felon and a current felon, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there's a very, very fine line. So a cop in Springfield, Oregon, tried to stop a 35-year-old guy named Brock Williams outside of a grocery store last week for an outstanding warrant. But Brock sped off on his motorcycle. And the cop noticed that he had customized license plates that said, ex-felon. <laughs> no way. It was true. Brock is a convicted felon. But that's about the only thing that was honest since uh, it was a stolen motorcycle and those weren't the original plates. Anyway, the cop caught him. And uh, it, he caught him when he went down a dead-end street and then got off the motorcycle and tried to walk away, so he was arrested on several charges. Failed. <laughs> he took off and then tried to walk off yeah. the motorcycle. <laughs> Sir, you have bugs in your teeth and your hair it's is not mine. slicked back. It's not mine. <laughs> I'm not sure if this was a well-thought-out plan. Spoiler, it wasn't. Uh, 20-year-old Dante Michael Kuntz was at a kid's baseball game last week in Jacksonville, Florida. He got drunk and wrote on his Twitter page that he would streak across the baseball field naked if he got at least 10 retweets. And after a couple minutes, goal was hit, jumped over a fence onto the field, stripped naked, ran. And then he jumped into the family zone where he exposed his privates to young kids. That's always fun to do at a baseball game. People love it when you do that, right? Great job, Dante. A a fan tackled Dante, held him down until the cops got to the field to arrest him, been charged with a ton of stuff, and if convicted, which he most likely will be, he will have to register as a sex offender for life. Retweet. (laughs) Fail. Here's a question for you. If you're there and this is your son or daughter's baseball game, do you go after the guy and tackle him even though he's completely naked? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. Do you make sure he's on his stomach or his back? 
I would, I, I would think, say I stomach. I, I think I don't care. I would care. say stomach. Yeah, stomach to hide the junk. I think I, would, I don't I care. Afterwards, I'd go, man, I was real close to that thing, but I, I wouldn't. At the time, I don't think I would care. Because, you know, you don't know as a parent at this baseball game that this guy's just running up because this is hilarious. And he needed Twitter followers. Yeah, you know, if he's like, why is this naked dude running on the field towards children? In the family zone. Yeah. And as a registered, registered sex offender for life, I guess he's got to get off Twitter now, too, right? Is that the rule? I don't know. I thought so. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. You should know. Stop it. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to Jeff Burton. Thank you. <laughs> for that, that was not nice of me. Uh, this guy really didn't think, uh, think through his master jailbreak plan. So you got a 22-year-old guy named Mark Schwartz. He's from Forestville, California. And he had a four-day jail sentence last week for a DUI. Four day. And he was locked up on a Thursday and was set to be released on the Sunday. But apparently even that much time on the inside was too much for him. So, again, he got on Friday. Set to be released on Sunday. Friday night, two days into his four-day sentence, he escaped. Okay. Yep. He ran through the yard, scaled a fence with coils of razor wire on top, cut himself up pretty badly, and then dropped down to sweet, bloody freedom. But he was caught less than six hours later in a creek. <laughs> and the cops took him to jail. Well, took him to the hospital for his weight or razor wire injuries. Then they took him to a more secure jail. And now he's looking at a charge of felony escaping. And that could get him ah, one year in prison. Failed. But based on his math, that's 182 chances to escape. <laughs> but this seems like an awfully complicated way to get Doritos considering you just buy a bag of them and like in every convenience store across the country uh, a 22 year old guy named Jose Cruz from Pasadena, California drunk, hungry for some Doritos around 3.15 in the morning last Saturday so he broke into a Taco Bell and ate 10 shells for their Doritos Locos Tacos <laughs> <laughs> just the shells and by the time the cops got to the Taco Bell, who was gone, but about four hours later, he uh, wandered into the police station and confessed. So he's facing one count of commercial burglary. Failed. On Sunday in Florida, a guy named Scott Eklund crashed his super sweet Chevy Impala into another car. And when the cops got there, they searched Scott's car, found a small amount of meth. Now, guys, let's see what Scott does to try to get himself unarrested. Oh, by the way, he also had a suspended license. Uh, Scott offered to score the cops more meth if they just let him walk away from the scene. So in his oh, mind, it was so this, cool. uh, I got the perfect plan. You want to take down the big guy? I'm just a small, tiny fish in this giant pond. I'll bring it to the big kahuna. <laughs> Did it work? No. No, no. <laughs> arrested for drug possession and driving with a suspended license. You know what he was trying to do? I wasn't even taking it that way. I was taking it as the, hey, man, you want some of this? I'll get you some of this. See, I thought he was oh, trying to really? start that community initiative. Like, we here we have donuts with cops. You know, we do meth, meth. meth with cops. It's yeah. meth Mondays with cops. Yeah. Uh, this guy definitely has a signature move, and I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give him that. A 40-year-old guy from Maple Heights, Ohio, got out of prison back on the 11th of last month after doing two and a half years for robbing a bank. 
And the very next day, he robbed the same bank. Oh, great. <laughs> Dummy. He handed the teller a note that said, quote, don't do anything stupid. It appears he's not familiar with the concept of irony. <laughs> it would be even better if the note said, <laughs> note said, remember me? I'm back. Yeah, what if they pass one back and says, you too. Anyway, the uh, the cops caught him after he ran away. Now he's facing robbery charges again. Failed. All right, two more for you. A 55-year-old guy walked into a Massachusetts Walmart back in December with every intention to steal stuff. And the plan was to wrap the anti-security, like the anti-theft security alarm with Play-Doh so nobody would hear him. Okay, so smother the sound. Right, so I I guess he he was going to try to walk out with some electronics. Yeah. So he was going to put Play-Doh over the alarm. Or or what he was probably going to do is try and pry it off. Because the way that they have it on there is if you pry that off, it makes noise. And then if you try and sneak it out, the big things make noise. Mm. So this was him probably trying to cover it up so he could pry it off and then walk out scot-free. Well, so I'm solid plan. Didn't work. When he tried walking out of the store, the alarm went off. The guy panicked. Yep. Dropped the stolen stuff and bounced. Yeah, he left the plate all behind. Which had a very good fingerprint pressed into it. Smart, man. Real smart here. (laughs) And, of course, this guy was no stranger to the law. His fingerprints were on file. And he was arrested, charged with four counts of unlawful removal of an anti-theft device. Failed, Tommy. Just a very good indentation of his fingerprints. And finally, last October, a maintenance man from North Carolina... 56-year-old Timothy Neese won $100,000 in the lottery. Good for him, huh? Yeah. After the required state and federal tax withholdings, Timothy and his wife took home $69,504. While Timothy used a big chunk, $34,000, to buy himself a helicopter. Specifically, a, a, a gyrocopter Mosquito XE. Anyway, he got the copter a couple weeks ago, and on Wednesday, crashed it while attempting to hover. (laughs) Oh, no. This is a one-person helicopter, by the way. Yeah, the thing burst into flames. Again, lucky Timothy survived, but now the FAA is investigating, and they're looking into whether he had pilot certification status. And if he doesn't, looking at a big-time fine. Oh, man. More than what he won. I think it'd be badass to learn how to fly a helicopter. I think it'd be really with the proper training. Yeah, yeah. When Tony and I were over at Victory, we were sitting there in one of the rooms, and uh, we looked out the window, and a helicopter was coming straight at us. Yep, landed in the field next to it, and it turns out it was one of the guys that uh, I think it's one of the one of the part owners at Victory. He's learning how to fly a helicopter. Awesome! How cool is that? But this guy won the lottery, used most of his winnings to buy a copter, (laughs) and then crashed it. Promptly crashed it, (laughs) and now is looking at fines. Those things are frightening too. The uh... What are you calling gyrocopters? Gyrocopters. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like for the amount of gyrocopters uh, copters out there, we hear a lot of oopsies. That's a big no. Thanks for me. Have you ever ridden in a helicopter? No, no. Helicopter, I, I did yeah. it one time, and it was a million years ago. It was. It scared. Scared the crap. We've had a bunch of different uh, police munis- munis- municipalities in the uh, mm-hmm. in the area offered to take us on a ride. I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's be kind of cool. And a ride with those guys. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But, you know, amateur Timothy guy over here with his gyrocopter. Oh, thank you. 
and take a hard pass on that. And uh, those are your Friday Fail Stories. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Well, we got some good tickets to give out. In fact, uh, your choice of tickets. Tickets for Point Fest, which is, by the way, next Saturday. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Tickets for the Warp Tour. Tickets for Evanescence. 30 Seconds Tomorrow's. Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. Three Doors Down, Collective Soul. Five Finger Death Punch, Breaking Benjamin. Slayer, Wayback Point Fest. Counting Crows and Live. So we get all these tickets. And after the break, your chance to win these tickets. Were you paying attention? That's the question. And that's the game we're going to play after the break. 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. So after the break, we'll get a contestant on the phone. Jeff will ask you a question. Question having to do with something that happened on the show this week. And uh, hopefully you were paying attention. Get the question right. Your choice of tickets. 314-969-DUDE. And by the way, this week only, and this goes through Tuesday the 9th, it's a national concert week, $20 special offer from Live Nation. $20 all-in tickets available for a whole bunch of shows coming to town later on this summer and spring. All the details, 1057thepoint.com. Happy birthday, Riz. You're listening to The Riz Show. Man, these tickets are good. We got some good tickets to give out. Point Fest, Warp Tour, Evanescence, 30 Seconds to Mars, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Three Doors Down, Collective Soul, Five Finger Death Punch, Breaking Benjamin, Slayer, Wayback Point Fest, Counting Crows, but live. So let's uh, give these suckers out. Hey! Were you paying attention? Well, that's the question. We'll find out. So we get you on the phone. Jeff's going to ask you a question about something that happened on the show this week. You get the question right. Your choice of tickets. 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. And by the way, this is where listening to the podcast comes in. Literally can pay off. Absolutely. And by the way, I would recommend... Wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe to the Riz Show podcast because in less than 24 hours, an uncensored podcast from us will be out. All right, let's uh, get our first contestant here, Ashley. Hey guys. Hey Ashley. Hey Ashley, how That's are you? Thank you, Ashley. To you as well. Okay, here we go. Your question, Ashley. The sex toy of the week clamped on to what body part? I'm going to go ahead and say the nipples. Show me nipples. Yeah. Wait, what did you just say yes. to her? Yes. Who are you talking yes. to? Let me go, Ashley. All right, what do you want? Uh, can I get those Wayback Point Fest tickets, please? Wayback Point Fest. You are going. Hang on one second, Ashley. Awesome. You're going to have a Wayback Great Time. Okay. Here is Austin in St. Louis. Hello, Austin. Hey, fellas. What's up? Happy birthday, Ruth. Hey, thank you, Austin. Here we go. Your question. Moon and King Scott ate spoiled food. Name one of the items they ate. Um, Scott ate some funky uh, hummus, and Moon ate an old sandwich. Yep, there you go. There Look you at go. you. Well done. You, my friend, are paying attention. Funky hummus. That's awesome. Funky hummus. And I'm still paying the price. 
Funky hummus <laughs> or questionable hummus. Uh, Austin, what do you want? I'll do Wayback Point Fest. Right, Wayback Point Fest. You'll be there with Ashley. Hang on. You're going to have a great oh. time. I don't know if I updated you guys. It That thing tore me up. It, it changed my day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say that. Took a right turn or a left it, turn? It did change the day. All right, 314-969-DUDE. Were you paying attention? Steve in South City. Hey, what's going on, fellas? All right, sir, here we go. Your question. What two members of this here show play softball on the same team? Moon and Patrico. That was a softball. That was a softball. All right, Steve, what do you want? Uh, Let's go with Point Fest. All right, Point Fest Saturday. Next Saturday. Here we go. Hang on. Just rolling through. Just, yeah. just. I nice. mean, we might as well just, just toss crushing. these out the We're window, people, huh? Uh, Alex. Hi. Hey. hey. All right, here Happy we go. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Alex. Hey, what uh, position does Patrico play on that softball team? Uh, Patrico attempts to play pitcher. Oh! Whatever you pick, I hope you have a terrible time there. <laughs> All right, Alex, what do you want? Do you have any way back left? Damn right I do. All right, let's do that. All right, nice. Alex, we'll be going to Wayback Point Fest. I hope you stub your toe today. Oh, that's oh, not man, nice. No I mean, way. it was jokes. I wouldn't wish that upon him. He seems nice. Hello, Melanie. Hey. All right, Melanie, hey. here we go. Melanie from Farmington. Melanie, this is from today's show. What was the most popular movie? What was the most popular Star Wars movie in Missouri? Oh, man. Um... I was really hoping you were going to ask about the Avengers. Um, no, no, no. Just take uh, a guess. I have to think of one. Um, Star Wars. Three. Two, come on, come on. Solo. Just one. No. Electric Boogaloo. Incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> Han hey, Solo Kevin. goes to New York. Kevin, you there? Yeah, good morning. All right, good morning, Kevin. Here we go. The question again. Hey, uh, Kevin, what was the most popular Star Wars movie in Missouri? That just came out? No, no, I mean, no. Of, of all the Star Wars movies, we talked about this oh earlier. Just, if, if you didn't hear, take a guess. Empire Strikes Back? Nope. Nope. Man, we were on a roll, too. 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Scott in Washington. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you there guys. There you go. Nice job to do things for you right now. All right, what do you want? I'm going to have a great time at Wayback Point Fest. You're going to have a great time. That's well, weird. That seems to be very popular. I was going to say that same thing, that he's going to have a great time. <laughs> you All should right. do. You should say that every time now. John in St. Anne. Hello, John. Hello. All right, here we go. Your question. We talked about this earlier. I believe it was in the news. Trops. Trops is reopening Where? Chesterfield? Mm, no. Really close. We did talk a lot about Chesterfield no. today, though. So it was a good guess. Not really uh, close. Greg and Herman. Hi, how you doing? Doing well, Greg. I'm Thanks, well, man. Greg. <laughs> Hope you're having a great Friday. Here we go. Your question. Uh, was, what, is the, what is the real name of this it's, place? Uh, Tropical Trop- Liquors. Tropical Liquors. Otherwise known as Trops. Trops. Uh, <laughs> had to close down in Soulard, but they're reopening where? O'Fallon. It's no. tough. This is the toughest of the bunch. Larry. <laughs> hey. Larry. Here we go. Question again. Hey. Uh, Trops is reopening after closing in Soulard. They are reopening where? Uh, so- Soje, wasn't it? <clears throat> no. No. Nope. No. So we've eliminated Chesterfield and O'Fallon. And, and Soje. Soje. 
Okay. This is a tough one. Uh, Josh in Vandalia. Josh? Good morning, Riz. Good morning, Josh. Where will Trops be uh, reopening? Uh, Chesterfield. No. Hey. Over Riz, where was my old department at? Uh, sentence and a preposition. You remember where my old department was? Yeah, I do. Where was it? You can say where it was. That's not the answer. It was in Missouri. Uh, Sean and Arnold. Yes, sir. Do you know where Trops will be reopening? Uh, Going to be in... uh, the de pair. The, the de pair. De pair. No, the pair is not no, correct. No, we're going to get there. I, I know you, you were going to give a hint there, Patrico, but I think we're going to get there. I'll okay. tell you what, Traps is pretty we, stoked. We right haven't now. we haven't been close. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get there. We're eventually going to eliminate <laughs> every did, other place. We just had somebody answer the de pair. So, <laughs> I mean. A lot of mentions. All right, Brandon and Arnold, what's the answer? All right, he's going to. This is a tropical good liquors, otherwise known as. Traps. Traps. Had to close. <laughs> Had to close in Soulard, but they're reopening where? Delmar. No. I was hoping he would have said Chesterfield. Johnny. Hey, what's up, man? You got the answer? Uh, St. Louis. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, All right. right. Just, cool, just, man. Just, just give me something. He said St. Louis. Uh, More specific. Uh, Google no area. I mean, Mill. I mean, it is in the same area because it is in the same state. (laughs) Can we? Let me just say this: there are a ton of bars in this area. It's a it's a newer neighborhood within the past like five years. Uh, Chris, it got real big. Chris has it. Chris has it. Chris, where is it? Central West End. That is not right either. Vince in Granite City. (laughs) Uh, Is it the Grove? Yeah. We should give him something for that. Yeah, what do you want? What do you want, Vince? Whatever. Uh, What all we got? Oh, man, we got Point Fest. We got Warp Tour tickets. We got Evanescence and 30 Seconds to Mars. Stop me if you want these. Uh, Rob Zombie with Marilyn Manson. Three Doors Down with Collective Soul. Five Finger Death Punch with Breaking Benjamin. Five Finger Death Punch. You got it, brah. Five Finger Death Punch. (laughs) Breaking Benjamin, you are going, my friend. Hang on one second. We're done with the game. Now we're done. All right. I don't care how many more questions you have. All right. This week only, uh, it's Live Nation National Concert Week. $20 special offer. $20 all-in tickets available for a whole bunch of shows coming to town. And uh, that goes through Tuesday the 9th. Get all the details at 1057thepoint.com. All right, folks, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, calorie counts on menus will be mandatory starting on Monday. Remember this whole thing? This was an Obama-era policy. Uh, the uh, the Food and Drug Administration finally implementing this thing after nearly a decade of delays because of food industry lobbying against it. So restaurant chains and other food outlets that have 20 or more locations, including places like grocery stores, movie theaters, amusement parks, even vending machines, will have to post the calorie counts of the food they sell. And listen, several major chains, and you may have have seen this, several major chains have already started doing this. Places like Starbucks and McDonald's and, and Breadco, Panera. They've already been doing this. Since the FDA had been expected to finalize the regulation years ago. 
Although studies are unclear on whether calorie labeling on menus affects the food choices people make. Hmm. The labeling is expected to both push the food industry and restaurants to adjust their products so they aren't so high in calories and change people's attitudes about nutrition. Possibly getting them to cut some calories from their diets. What do you think about that, about calorie count being posted in fast food places, for instance? You know what? I think nine times out of ten, if you're going there, you don't care about calorie that's, counts. That's what I'm thinking. See, Just like the same thing we've said in the past, sorry, Tone, about, hey, uh, is Taco Bell, quote-unquote, authentic Mexican food? You're not going there for authentic Mexican food. If you go into one of these places, you're not necessarily, for this particular uh, meal, you're not concerned about calorie count. See, for me, it's if you are somebody like me that is watching what they eat, Okay, you know, so or maybe somebody that's dieting, that helps. But if you're somebody that used to be like me, the old me, I don't give a damn if that Big Mac says 800 calories or 1,800 calories. Oh, cool. If I want a Big Mac, I'm getting a Big Mac. Hey, you know, the soft taco's only uh, 200 calories. I'm going to order 32 of them. Right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm chasing it with a diet coke. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, see the calorie cool. count on the coke? It's all right. <laughs> it's a wash, really. That's all right. Well, this is a sad story. On a Tuesday night around 10.30, a 20-year-old University of North Carolina at Charlotte student, her name is uh, Polly Rogers, she fell out of the emergency window on a party bus and died after being hit by two cars. Oh, my. And speed has been ruled out as a factor in the crash. And authorities are still trying to figure out whether alcohol was involved. And the bus's company, uh, the bus company's owner says that someone pulled the emergency window and Polly was standing by the window and it sent her tumbling onto the street where vehicles reportedly didn't stop when people were like, hey, stop. Mm. Wow. I guess she was laying in the road and people around her were like, hey, st-, you know, stop. And they either they didn't see or, yeah. or what. But that's very sad. Uh, and I think one of the reasons why the company came out and said, hey, somebody unlatched a window or whether, whatever is because I think a witness there was was claiming that there was at least one window that locked was not working. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. He denied, the company owner denies that, by the way. Let's uh, talk about some new products. And these jeans, look, look in your packet. I, I put a picture of these things I up. I saw that. These, these are, are not just, jeans. These are dumb. Uh you know what? You don't understand high fashion. I didn't I didn't say that I did, but these aren't <laughs> jeans. So there's a company called Carmar, and they just rolled out, quote, extreme cutout jeans. And basically, they're a waistband, pockets, and a few strips of denim. You know what it is? It's the seams. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. So look at your jeans and see the seams down the side. That's you all. See the, see the hems <laughs> and see the waistband. That's what are they called? The jean. They're called extreme cutout jeans. They're the called. In- they're called. This is the skin of your jeans. The entire like legs are more or less cut out. That's the. That's the. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And oh, they like actually look her. almost identical to a pair of jeans. Uh, I think I told you about last October called thong jeans. Oh, sorry. These do have the pockets still. And you could definitely make these yourself if you have a pair of scissors and some angst. <laughs> just yeah. Just cut. Around every seam, it's like they left the ligaments of the the skeleton of the the, the gene. Yeah, and Carmar selling these for 168 bucks. So you could do you could do this for a hell of a lot cheaper. These are ridiculous. 
That is. Hilarious. I. You know what? I just don't have the body for these. <laughs> Stop it! You. You do. God, I would pay money to see Patrico on a pair of these. Oh man, I would. Okay. <laughs> he just I'll went. I'll take an old right. pair of jeans and cut them like this. How much? Give me some money. <laughs> this don't affect me. Give me some money. I'm no, I, I, I just would love to see you in a pair of these. I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Bring it. Uh, you bring a checkbook. Remember, uh, what was it last year? Just before the holidays. Was it just before the holidays? Budweiser had that repeal reserve lager. Yeah, I think it was in December. In December, the 1933 repeal reserve lager, it was awesome. which was a limited edition thing. It was terrific. Remember, we were over at uh, Schneidhorse. Yeah, we did a whole party. Yeah, that stuff was awesome. I bought, I bought a bunch. Yeah, it was a limited run thing. It was like an old pre-prohibition formula and recipe they used, and it came in these stubby bottles. Well, Budweiser just announced their newest beer. It's called the Freedom Reserve Red Lager, and it's based on a beer recipe by none other than George Washington. And he wrote the recipe in his military journal back in 1757 with the title, quote, to make small beer. And it's not super complicated, but it does include real molasses, which, which is not a common beer ingredient these days and has uh, very specific instructions on how to brew it, how to brew it, how to heat it. And how to cool it, and it's hitting stores right now. I haven't seen I haven't seen this yet. It'll be on sale through the end of September. But if our friends over there at the brewery want to drop off some, <laughs> I would be. And a moon would, moon would be as well. You would not turn go. them away. Willing, is that what you're saying? Be willing to open up our doors to this. I would totally try this. <laughs> yeah. If it's as good as the other stuff, and it's out in stores now. That's what it says. I would love to smell this. Uh, it's hitting uh, stores now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure locally what the deal is. If you could find it at, at the Schnooks or whatever. And uh, finally, as far as new products go and liquor goes, I'm not sure my math is right here. But if if I could save 23 calories every time I drink vodka during the course of the year, I should lose about 100 pounds. Really? I like. Yeah, I listen. I like myself a, mm-hmm. a vodka martini. Mm. That's a real treat. I'm going to have a couple this weekend, I think. Maybe one tonight. So Kettle One just rolled out a new uh, new line called Kettle One Botanicals. And even though they're not saying it, it's clearly diet vodka. It's got 73 calories in a serving, which is 23 fewer calories than a shot of regular vodka. There's a trade-off, of course. It's, uh, it's not as alcoholic. Mm. It's alcoholic, but not as alcoholic. It's 60 proof rather than the normal 80 proof vodka would be. But hey, these are infused with flavors like a grapefruit or cucumber. So they've got that going for them. Which I'm not a flavored vodka guy. Yeah, me either. Like you could keep that. I'm not a, I like regular. But you ever infuse vodka yourself? I never have, huh? Like, I've had vodka infused, like, at somebody's house. And I've actually done it myself. I've put, like, uh, pepper to make Bloody Marys. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which is good. But I don't like the, I don't like the, I should say I don't like the fruity ones. Yeah, like a bottle of vodka that says uh, a cupcake. Cotton candy. Yeah, something like that. I don't don't like that. Like, you don't like orange vodka? No. Really? No. Hmm. I'd rather, 
Some of that stuff tastes way too artificial for me. Like if I saw a vodka bottle with actual orange slices in it. Mm-hmm. So it's not the flavor. Like I know I, I honestly know some people that are like, I'm not drinking that. That's for girls. Yeah, no, I'm with him. I'm not it's, drinking a strawberry drink for girls. It's the artificiality of it. I don't like. Like I know people that are like that. I, I really truly do. It tastes too artificial for me. The, yeah. the, like if you go like uh, you know the. You're drinking chemicals. Like it, cotton candy vodka. Yeah. yeah. Are they put? Are they? Are they See, just like, putting cotton ridiculous. candy in it? Because I mean, if it's natural, fine. Like those cotton candies, <laughs> and even even like that that dude vodka that they had for a while, like all that stuff. That yeah, is I don't, I don't that love is that. horrendous. Like I'm I'm not a fan of that. What do they infuse that one with? What, the dude vodka? Yeah. It was Mountain Dew vodka. <laughs> oh, dude. I thought you said dude. That's what they called it. Oh, dude. It was Three Olives Dude. Oh, D. Because they couldn't say. No, I remember that. Is that still around? It was D-U-D-E. I'm sure you oh. can find it. He's talking about like the bubblegum ones. A little That's little what bit. I'm yeah, talking like about. That. The same Something thing. Bubblicious Whipped in there. cream. Oh, this one's salted caramel. Well, you to, like, okay. If you, go to a nice, if you go to a nice bar, you know, with a, with a good... With a good... Um, Mixologist? Yeah. Like, they'll have behind the bar, like... Infused vodka, where you actually see like pepper in there, or yeah. fruit, or cucumber, and they use it to you know for other drinks. So I think that's pretty good. Mm. Some of the other cheap ones, though, you know, the fruit stripe gum bottle, that's just there for them to grab and hit you over the head if you ask. Yeah, for it. I'm not like that. See, that's something that I will when I when I drink again. That is something that I will be doing is infusing my own vodka and stuff. Like infusing that. your own. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I want to come up with like the next great, like craziest. The people mm-hmm. be like, "Ah, oh, cool, man! This prime rib. All right, cool. Let's prime rib vodka." <laughs> I bet you could infuse vodka with meat. Meat infused. Well, vodka. there's, there's bacon. I've I've had bacon. Bacon vodka. Yeah, and actually, the one that I had was like higher higher quality. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could and put it in. It was pretty good for, for Bloody Marys. I found a list of the three olives vodka that which is, that's the dude that Tony was talking about: berry, bubble, cake, cherry, chocolate. Uh, there's an Elvis Presley coconut water one. Well, some yeah. of the some grape loopy, which is tropical fruit. Oh uh, yeah, the fruit loopy was the one that tastes like fruit loops. Mango, some, some strawberries, those, and cream. I think some of those, if they're not total trash, like if they're high quality and like a good company making it, and it's not super artificially, I think some of those are used for those um, novelty shots, like the birthday birthday mm. cake shot and the whatever else shot, and oh. it kind of like emphasizes there's that. A, yeah. There's a s'mores one. I'm sure Steve there's says, a point for it. If you use the whipped cream vodka and the tangy sunny D, it tastes like a creamsicle. Okay. What are you, girl? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> says that Freedom Reserve launches Monday in St. Louis. Oh. All right. <laughs> See you Monday. If our friends at Budweiser would like to drop <laughs> off a six or early. They're open <laughs> Monday, aren't they? <laughs> I'll be here till 1130. All right, that is your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. The Rizzuto Show. Uh, Tomorrow, we are all out in Redbud. Well, we'll be out there starting at a noon. Vices in Redbud for their first annual spring fling. Apparently, they got the street blocked off over there. Mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo, Kentucky Derby Party. The whole thing kicks off at 11 a.m. We'll be out there from noon to 2 officially. Uh, Moon and the Teenage Dirtbags take the stage at 5. The Steve Ewing duo from 1 to 5 out there entertaining the crowd. There's a group called uh, Throw the Horns from 8 to 11 tomorrow night. 
There'll be giveaways. There'll be drink specials. There's a good old time out there in Redbud tomorrow. So join us. We'll be out there starting at noon. That's Vices in Redbud. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. The uh, movie and TV awards from MTV came out, the uh, the nominations. They were announced yesterday. Black Panther leads with seven nominations. Stranger Things is second with six. And Black Panther's going to be obviously best movie. Up against Avengers, The Infinity War, uh, Girls Trip, It, did, did you see, did you and see Wonder Panther? Woman. I did. Okay. What's better, Avengers Infinity War or Black Panther? To me, Avengers Infinity War, but that's because it was everybody. But Black Panther was awesome. Black Panther was great. I don't think it was better than Infinity War, but Hmm. two great movies. I finished uh, Civil War again yesterday, and I realized, okay, so Black Panther is the next one that I just need to see. Yes. Okay. Or Thor. Ragnarok. No, no, no. See, what I was told is Civil War into Black Panther into Ragnarok because Ragnarok then ends where uh, Infinity War begins. What's the order it came out in? I don't know. It was but, Ragnarok I mean, so, then Black Panther. Civil Correct. War literally ends with four of those freaking extra things. You know, mm-hmm. there's like, I mean, there's a Spider-Man one. There's another one, and then the last one is uh, where it turns to like the the uh, the forest, and there's a big Black Panther statue. Oh, Wakanda. Right, right. Wakanda forever. So that's where I got to go next, I believe. And then Ragnarok. Well, Black Panther's not out. Um, right. Apparently, know, so. digital download May 8th. I got oh, oh, oh wow. it is? Is, is, is Ragnarok? Oh, yeah. That's out? Yeah. Oh, it is? I was, that, that, yeah, that's that's out. It's been out for a little while. Okay. That's a good one. Well, I'm, you like that. I'm, I'm, those are those are next. Hey, if you didn't hear yet, Mystery Over Guns and Roses will release a deluxe edition of uh, of Appetite for Destruction. That's happening June 29th. Announcement of the release ends all that speculation over the website and all those other things. And uh, it is pretty incredible. An unboxing video for the package has uh, revealed what it will include: 73 songs, 49 tracks never been released before. Uh, spread out over four CDs, seven 12-inch, 180-gram vinyl LPs, uh, and, and many, many other things, including uh, B-sides from that particular era, 25 previously unreleased recordings from uh, the 86 Sound City Studio sessions, two previously unreleased tracks from the record those recording sessions as well. So what do you think the price will be on this thing? Because I, I saw, saw, I saw I, Is it ridiculous? I saw a leaked... Amazon ad for it. Oh, there's some, it's I'm, on their website now. That that's where I saw it. I'm looking oh. at uh I'm looking at some of the, the track listings. Mm-hmm. I mean there's some there good covers on here. Heartbreak Hotel, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Uh it's gotta be 125 bucks. $180. Wait, whoa, wait, what? For everything that you're looking at right there, Tony? Oh, you're not talking about the locked and loaded edition. You're talking about the super deluxe the edition. The di- four disc super deluxe edition, 180 bucks. Oh, there's a locked and loaded edition that's 1000 Whoa. Yeah, dude. Look and that's what our buddy Haas just bought. Of course. He Holy bought that? Smoke. Yep. At least one. I believe it. You guys I been to his it. house? He has so, so I much know, listen, I know that's yeah, the biggest. Ridiculous. Our buddy Haas is the biggest Guns N' Roses fan I mean, I've ever met. Yeah, his yeah. house is Guns N' Roses and hockey. 
Yeah, this has got, got some of the coolest stuff ever. This is the 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 locked and loaded edition is only there's only ten thousand of these being made worldwide, and it's got everything that Jeff mentioned, and then it also has like buttons and pins, and it comes in the safe, and it's got banners and old concert posters, and I mean it's got it's ridiculous the amount of stuff. Is that like what Kiss was doing? Remember Kiss had those? Oh, yeah, uh, they, they did a vault thing. Had a vault thing, and it was like a thousand bucks, and you got. But with that, with that, didn't you get it? I mean, not delivered. Oh, you got to meet the yeah, band. Yeah, that was asking. See, look, least, yeah. look at this, Riz. So it's got like your authenticity thing. Mm-hmm. It's got old tickets, buttons, patches, all stuff that represent all their different tours. It should stuff. come with a seat from Riverport. <laughs> then it's got a bunch <laughs> of like and a bruise. metal picks and metal buttons and uh, that's things. That's awesome. And then these are all the posters. Listen, and if you're a mega fan. Listen, that's... yeah, exactly. And that would be our our boy. I Hoss. like I like Guns and Roses. I don't I don't a thousand dollars like Guns and Roses. But. <laughs> also, real quickly, BuzzFeed put a list together of well-known actors who were considered for roles in the Marvel universe. This th- you see this list? I Terrific. Uh, almost as Loki, Josh Hartnett. Hmm. Okay, I could see that. Ryan Gosling, almost Doctor Strange. Mm. Black Widow, almost. Emily Blunt, Captain America, John Krasinski. I could totally see it. Yeah, when I Can when you? I tease that, Patrico gave me a. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Have you seen the movie Thirteen Hours? Oh yeah, yeah, he was great in that. Can't you see yeah, that? I'm, listen, you know who these Marvel characters, who they were cast as, you know, now in the Marvel universe. But just try to put that out of your head and just remember these people. When they said that that what's his name that does it, Chris Evans, that he was going to be Captain America, people went Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four is going to be Captain America. And now, can you see anybody else doing it but him? I can see Krasinski do it. See, I don't. I can see other people doing it and not Krasinski. No way. Really? No. Who could you see do it? I, I mean, a slew of of, of people. Um, even the guy that's uh, Cyclops and 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 X Men. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he wouldn't have done it. But that kind of oh, look. What's his name? Yeah, he's in Westworld. James Marsfield. Sure, I can see I can see Gosling being a a Captain America way before Krasinski. Uh, Crabby birthdays. Lance Bass is thirty nine. Adele is thirty. Danielle Fischel. Mm, Danielle Fischel. Yeah. Come on, you know who she is. Off to a creepy start. Yep, that's Topanga. Now I'm extra creeped out. She's thirty seven. Brian Williams, fifty nine. On that, she's thirty seven, man. George Clooney, fifty seven. Bob Seger, seventy three. And today's Burton birthday your, of the day. Your, it was, it was enthusiasm. my enthusiasm for her attractiveness. You got it. Yep. Uh, he was the man you listened to when it came to breaking music news. Uh, Kurt Loder is th- uh, seventy three years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Rocco Sofredi. And today's legendary he whore has done more slamming than Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Shaq combined in 677 fine films, including The Anal Ski Vacation, mm, yes. in a movie called Millie the Whore. Also, Who the Hell Banged Rocco? Rocco does the world, and who could forget his unforgettable role in Rocco and Buttman's Extremely British, Extremely Sexy, Extremely Big Boobed Adventures. Rocco Sofredi, 54 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right. I, I, let's end now. Fetch <laughs> yes. me the one yes, they please. call Fandango. Oh, he's not here. Sorry. Real or fake results next, guys. All right, we'll see. I'm going to get sick. We'll see what happens here. Remember, it's one point away from being closed out. So... 
Yeah, who's who's one point away? I can't remember. Was it you? Me. Oh yeah. Me. I'm not I'm not I'm not confident at all. In but. my head I'm going, I'm walking home. No, don't say that. With that kind of attitude, you will be walking home. It, it's out of my hands at this point. It's in Donnie's hands, and that's the guy standing to my left. Hey, hey Donnie. Donnie! Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? It all comes down to this. Well, I mean, we could go another week. We could get locked down. I don't I mean, I don't know. I'm one point away from uh, closing this out. If I get my lock, it's over. You could sense it, huh, Donnie? Dude, I, I tell you what, on, on days like this, it's not that I don't like coming down here, but, uh, you know, normally it's very jovial, and we're messing around. Fart jokes, ba-ba-ba. Ooh, I still have a couple fart right jokes. You want a fart right joke? Now. I'll give you a All fart right, guys, joke. Let's get to it. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer Fudds and Bouncing Buddhas Sweater Stretchers, Lung Protectors Beach Umbrellas, Frost Detectors Scooby Snacks and Snake Eyes Dice Jello Molds and High Beam Lights Every day I probably use 99 words for booze Alright, yeah. You know, I had my headphones off for part of that. I thought we were all right. Oh, boy. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I you think are tone deaf. I, I, think, I was going to say, there's, there's some weeks you've been better. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't think that was that bad. Good job, guys. Thanks, Riz. Nice Thank, you, you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, time for the Real or Fake results. Sponsored by... Patricia's We're Fun and Fantasy Meat. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. That's where you'll find the cans for week number eight. And uh, standings through week seven. So I'm your current king of cans with 20 points. Yep. yep One yep, point. Yep. Competition over. Loser walks home. Patrico, 17 points. Moon, 17 points. Jeff, 16 points. Sticks, 15 points. Jeff Burton with the boob sweep last week, by the way. Look at me go. All right. So one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. You lock it, it's two points. If you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. Yes, Tones. So the order that we are going in. We are going in safety order, okay? So, for example, Moon. we'll find out who is safe, 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 safe between myself, Moon, and then you close it out. All right, so we're going three, one, two as the order goes. Yeah, so. Three, one, two. I mean, I'm going to throw up. Let's start with photo number three, Donnie Fandango. A description, please. What? I'll do the description. He'll do the results. Oh, Donnie's got the results. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just change it. I know. I know. It's, it's not like every single higher, other, other we time. We got so, Patrico, a description, please. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got ourselves some outdoor hand bra here. And uh, these are a great picture. Fantastic photo. Uh, everybody has gone real here. This is Moon's Lock. <laughs> Moon's Lock of the Week. Uh, we've all gone real. This would be Moon's Lock of the week. And it, number three is hand bra. And it guarantees him safety. Okay. Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake. All right, guys. Well, listeners, we're split right down the middle. 50-50 on these. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> that said, uh, they are real. Oh. Hey! Look at you. Sweet relief. Congratulations. Huh. Moon is safe. Jerk face. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have no idea. My legs are cramping right now thinking about it. I have 21 points. This punishment. Patrico's got 18 points. Jeff, 17 points. Sticks, 16 points. 
Okay. Here we go with photo number one. Patrico, a description, please. Photo number one. Lovely lady in a black bra. Um, not much to say here. It's a lacy, and oh, uh, this is a good photo. Everybody went real. Mine and Sticks is locked. Oh, boy. Your so, lock of the week. So this, this, if you get this right, you are safe. Mm-hmm. Correct? Okay. But you could get it wrong. All right, so we've all gone real. Sticks, this is her lock of the week. Patrico's lock of the week. He's over there shaking his head. All right, Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, overwhelmingly, 89% went real. Listeners, wrong. They're oh, fake. Oh, boy. my gosh. I'm walking home, I told you. Oh, my gosh. Told you. Oh, that. why would you lock on that one? That's it. It's over for me. Oh, man. All right, so let's adjust the scores here. You guys just murdered me. You do realize that. So when I die, it's on your hands. Right, Patrico goes back to 17 You made the pick. Well, it just got heavy in here. And sticks. <laughs> you He's... moving out to Wentzville? Hey, I'm still living in St. Peter's right now, baby. Is there any way that I could be joining him in this? Or is it no, because you if, by yourself if, or if not? You, if you guys lock out, then the competition goes on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, wow. Yeah. You are hoping for a lockout. Wow. Oh no, I'm I'm walking. I mean, oh, dude, don't I don't say want that, the game man. to be over. I mean, I want I just want the game to be over. All right. Wow. So, so if you get Patrico this, it's over. Locked yeah? out. If I get this right, then it's over. Patrico walks home by himself. A stunning reversal. I'm sorry, man. This not is not yet. a stunning reversal not at all, yet, man. It's not over. I don't know why you say reversal. He's been one point behind me the entire competition. Yeah, well, this is yeah, been but he's been in last place. The yeah, I think time. everybody, including myself, assumed it would be me. Watching. I assumed it was. Jeff I, I did too. I've, oh, I've been stretching my hammy since everybody, I got here. Everybody would come up to me and they'd go, "Hey, Jeff's walking home," yeah. and I'd go, "No, he's not." <laughs> while you guys are talking, I'm just checking out Donnie and his posturing and where his face is. Let's is he poker facing? And it it is a very interesting look on his face. So I don't. It's know what's, what's I, your I prediction? Like, I don't know what's coming now. What's your I, prediction? I, what's going to happen? I have no idea, Jeff. I don't want to say anything. Donnie's shaking right, his head. Finally, we got photo number two. A description, please. A uh, lovely photo here. L- a lady with some large breasticles. She's got a lacy, fancy bra on. She's pulling down her tank top. Everybody has gone real. This is Riz and Burton's lock. All right. So here's if this is, if these are fake, then we go on to another week. Do I take the lead then? No, I'm, I still have 20 points. Oh, boy, okay. I still will have 20 points. All right. My lock, Jeff's lock. Oh, well, yeah, if these, are, if these are fake, then Jeff goes back to last place. Yeah, right. How many so, points do I have with, with my lock? Uh, 19. Oh, boy. You only have 16 right now? Yes. No, you have 17. Like I said, I have 17. Oh, because you got... Okay, I see, I see. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, if these are fake, competition moves on. Jeff goes back to last place. If these are real, Tony walks home. Oh, my gosh. Donnie Fandango. (laughs) Photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 86% went real. Again, listeners wrong. They're fake. Yes! Yes! Oh, you beautiful fake boobs! Yes! Oh my god, I just screamed so loud I peed a little bit. Just <laughs> I'll be walking around with pee pants just for a few hours. Right. Damn it. Oh my goodness. Oh. I'm stunning. 
The feeling that I have in my heart right now is probably the same feeling I would have around mile number three. Dude, I don't it's going to pound out of my chest. <laughs> I don't understand why I have anxiety right now. I, there's no reason for me to. All right. well, you know why? Because nothing about this is fun anymore. This punishment has made... I used to love this game. This punishment has made me hate this game yeah, with this the passion isn't, this isn't of a fun. thousand right, suns. Well, here's where we are. We're losing life. You know, like, I mean, there are hours, maybe p- perhaps weeks being taken off the I end of hear, our life. I hear this competition is the equivalent of smoking a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> Can I do that instead? <laughs> Can I do that instead? <laughs> oh. All right, so... All right, I'll go back to 20. Moon is in second place with 19 points. Patrico, 17 points. And Jeff's got 16 points. That's the way she is. And That's Dave the in the chat room, he said, Patrico, sticks, I'm in an office. Don't yell like that. I'm going to yell and yell and yell because that sticks is Sticks has amazing. 15 points. Mm. All right. Okay. New boobs on Tuesday. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I got to have sex tonight. Showtime. What it is is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri wake-up broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... Boy, Patrico really dodged the bullet there. And I got points. You got points. You're the only one that gets points. Only one to get his lock. All right, thank you, uh, King Scott. Log in the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, and Uncensored Riz Show podcast. We'll be going up shortly, before the end of the day. Tomorrow. Before the end of the day, tomorrow. (laughs) We said within 24 hours, okay? Yeah, uh that's right. That, that, we we promise you. Until we don't fulfill our promise. No, we always do. Um, What else? Thank you all for tuning (sighs) in. Log podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, Donnie. Oh, no, thank you. You're up next. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. We're shouting at Nina Young one yeah. more time. Way to go, Nina. 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 Don't forget, tomorrow, Vices in Redbud will be out there starting at noon. All right, Nina wants to hear this from this band. We will hopefully see you tomorrow, if not Monday. Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. Show. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.